The following views expressed are those of the speakers and do not represent the views of DOD Arts Components. Pay attention because you are now listening to Permission to Speak yeah, Freely. 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 I don't know why you would do that, man. <laughs> sophisticated, <laughs> sophisticated platform. We brought it back. Plus, I need to talk to these PHA people. PHA people. I'm waiting. I'm waiting, y'all. I'm patient. I got no issues with y'all. Hopefully, y'all don't have any issues with me. Y'all told me y'all was going to call me back in two days, five days ago. Just let y'all know now, I'm waiting. I'm waiting patient. Give me that phone call, man. Give me that phone call. I'll stop. I didn't make any plans for my weekend. I'm not going to church tomorrow. You know, just in case y'all call, you know, I don't want that to mess up the service. Just let me know. I'm at y'all will. I'm at y'all's beck and call, PHA people. You know, mm. I'm waiting on a man. PHA, Damon. I'm waiting on a PHA, man. You know, I'm, um, I'm leaving soon. I'm transferring. I'm going back to sea duty. And as a part of my sea duty screening, they put the PHA on there. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. You, you know, you do the EPHA, which is pretty easy. And then you got to do your, your telephone PHA or you got to go in to do the PHA. So me, I am currently waiting for a call back from two different medical facilities because they had me on hold for so long that I chose the option to call back. So that's how it happens, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's how it happens, right? They put you... <laughs> Look, man. So, you know, now that we, we got like headphones and we got our cars... It, so, like, getting put on hold now and getting the elevated music, like, it's not that hard to go through that. You know, like, you know, I got the car, yeah, yeah. boom, right? Yo, these fools had me on hold so long <laughs> that I had to go ahead and be like, all right, just call me back. Because so, what happens is every two minutes, and I'm cl- I was, like, clocking it, every two minutes, they come back in like, hey, your call is very important to us, um, but there's eight people in the queue before you. Um, just hold on to the line, or you could choose the option for a callback. I'm like, uh-huh. man, I, I didn't been through this before. I'm holding on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So then they, yeah. two more minutes, same message. Man, about 15 of those, I'm like, yo, it's still eight people in the queue? Like, I know, right? Are they all just still setting up a PHA? Go ahead. I'm like, yo, just go ahead, man. Give me that call back. And I knew when I asked for the call back that I was submitting, like that I never yeah. was going to. yeah. <laughs> Most I knew definitely. they wasn't that, never going to call my ass back, man. <laughs> Here I yeah. am, still waiting on the phone call. It's been five hey, minutes. Man, that, that call back some bullshit. <laughs> like we all, I'm talking that call back is some bullshit, man, for real. But also on top of that, man, the you're right, though, man, that um eight people in line, some bullshit, too. Because the whole time, like even if you would have waited, it would have said eight the whole freaking time. And then somebody would eventually came on an hour later. You know what I mean? But it's still going to say eight the whole time. They give you that fucking Sado shit, man. Sado hit you on that thing for eight hours too. You know what I mean? That old Sado time right there, man. You get on that with Sado talking yeah. about freaking planes and flights and shit. That's what they be doing to you, man. They give you that Sado time. But um, so let me tell you my experience, man. My experience, I'm like you though. I don't mind being on hold because of the, you know, your car situation and everything can go and all that stuff. But I want to know what happened to like, why we came up with this bullshit. I know it's probably some COVID has something to do with it. But you know, this COVID thing been over for a little hot minute, man. Why we ain't doing PHAs no more when it, when in the spot and get that shit knocked out and get it done, right? 
I'm talking about, bro, it's so bad in, 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 in San Diego, man. When you go over there, like, so for me, I go, I go over there, I get to the door where they doing the PHAs at. They don't even open the door. They got a little, a little pamphlet on the door telling you what to do now. Yeah. Like you don't even like going up in there. You ain't even talking to nobody or anything. Yeah. Right. Then you do that. And I did this last year, dude. Last year, man, I'm telling you, dude, it took me like no shit, like two months to get my PHA officially like done, done. Like yeah. two months for it to get, like from time I started to end my record, like done, it was like two months, bro. So it's not, it's not easier, right? It's not easy. No. It's just electronic. <laughs> like everything yeah, electronic ain't bullshit, easier. <laughs> everything virtual ain't easier. So you like the yeah. in-person PHAs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like oh, you, you getting it done, you getting looked at, and then you know you got the doc right there to put your shit in. I done my PHA, boom, 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 boom. It's, it's done. It's over with. And a lot of times that shit shows up on your record like right time to doc get done if he's doing it right there. Like, especially if you're on the ship. If you're on the ship and you got your IDC like right there yeah. doing it, putting your shit in, whole lot easier, right? When you get done with your little paperwork and stuff you got to do. Bro. But man, this this whole EPHA shit, I know it's probably, I'm telling you right now, I know your HM's probably mad because it's probably easier on you guys, right? It's probably like a, a little more simpler for you guys because you know who you call on the phone, bro? They in San Antonio. Yeah. They, they, this, this, they in San Antonio hit you back whenever they get ready. They get time when you <laughs> on your schedule or whatever, on their schedule, I mean, or whatever. But and, hey. And somebody told me their PHA was like five minutes long. They was like, because it's so backed up that like when they finally got over with me, it was like five <laughs> minutes long. So that means like. You, you feeling good? Yeah, How you feel? purpose. So <laughs> let me tell you my PHA story, man. HMs, yeah. man, you're probably just going to be mad. Sorry. So I never liked PHAs. The ones you saying mm-hmm. you like, I never liked them. You know what I mean? Like I remember my first PHA. Well, let me, let me, let me take that back. The first PHA that I remember, right? Because I'm assuming I got PHAs when I was on my first ship, but I guess I was just so so junior that I didn't know what the hell was going on. Didn't realize it, yeah. Right? So, But when I got to Annapolis at my second uh, duty station, I went and got a PHA. And um, it, they, it's like they sit you in this room that looked like, it looked like you in a room taking a driver's test or whatever for like your driver's license or your learner's permit. Uh, it's just a bunch of computers in, in this room. I don't know how yours was, but mine, it was a bunch mm-hmm. of computers in a room. And it's a bunch of questions that they, as a questionnaire, like a lot of questions like, yo, how often do you eat, sleep, shit, drink? Uh, do you have, will you have sex? Do you wear condoms? Like all types of stuff, right? Oh, so yeah. my first time taking a test, like I'm normally, I'm going to say this because I don't want to say the wrong thing. I'm normally an honest person, right? I default at being honest, right? So my first time taking this test, man, I'm answering it honest. You know, I'm like 23 or something like that. You know, they like, how, how, how often you drink? I'm like, oh, you know, it'd be some nights. You know what I'm saying? Like, then we get shit yeah, in. Did. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. So it was this HM1 at the end. So I'm answering everything. They like, yo, do you eat vegetables? Like, I'm like, no. Like, I eat burgers, wings. Like, what we talking about, man? I'm 23, man. Like, I'm going to be here forever, dog. So it was this HM1, man, African dude. And I just remember it. I remember that he was African because everything he said. So, so this is what I think about all my African people, and they know it. I think. Everything they say, it always sounds serious. Like it sounds like it's mm. like life or death. Like, 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 like everything. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. I go out and it's him, HM1. 
And first thing he said sounded super serious. You know, he said, good morning. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> it is a good morning. <laughs> right. So then, you know, but instead he was like, all right, just sit down in the lobby. You know, we're going to talk to you later. So after I took my uh, PHA, I had to wait to get talked to about it. Right. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so this dude started talking to me about it, man. You know, he's like, yeah, or here you said you drank X amount of times out of a week. Uh, you said you take uh, energy supplements. You said you take. You said you don't eat vegetables. You said you don't eat fruits. Like, and he started going in, like, or oh, like how I need to change, you know. And I guess that was his job. But he started going in about like how I need to make life changes. Man. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I wasn't feeling that, like, like one bit. And like life I said, change. everything he said sounded sounded super serious, and it was super invasive. And it's like, yo, I never wanted to see that HM but again. First of all, I felt exposed, right? Like, like, like he did too much about me, right? But if I ever did see him again, yo, he better had not been eating a burger. <laughs> and he better had not been drinking no alcohol, man. Cause it sounded like this dude was preaching to me, man. But yeah, nowadays, man. with the way the PHA is now, man, I pray one day that I call them and they tell me to go to a lobby that look like I'm taking a driver's license. Uh, exam, and I pray one day that I get to see that same HM1, and I walk in that room and he say good morning, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I pray you. that that I pray that that happens because the way it's going now, they you don't, don't know give a damn, damn about, about you, right? me, bro. They don't I know, care about right? me, dog. <laughs> they don't care. care about me, man. Oh, you a number, bro. You a number. Yeah, at least ain't you one man. <laughs> at least yeah, young, man. young sellers, man. Y'all ain't had to go through this. It was super invasive. And that was when I learned that you supposed to lie or your PHA. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> let's be for real, y'all. Let's be for real. It's just, hey, David, like, it's just us two are here. Uh, Tisha ain't here this week. She in Big Bear, um, chilling with our on family vacay. or whatever on vacay. Uh, much well-deserved vacay. She worked way too hard to be retiring, like, three weeks <laughs> or whatever, whatever she retiring. But um, she ain't really too worried about it because she already got businesses out there. But yo, we about to, I mean, we about to give it up, David, man. People yeah, man. It's lying that time, on man. PHAs, you know I mean? man. Real talk, real talk. <laughs> People lying on PHAs, dog. Yeah, it's, it's facts, man. We, we, sometimes we got to do what we got to do, man. We trying to get through you that know thing, you, man. You know you smoke. You know you, you know, they like you ever smoked in your life, man. I've smoked black and miles, but on PHAs, no, I ain't never, no, I never smoked yeah. ever in my yeah. life. You know I, I never been the smoking type on that drinking window, bro. I know I'd be lying. <laughs> they like, yo, how often do you drink? <laughs> two drinks a and week, like, <laughs> two, twice, twice a month. You know, oh, uh, semi. But you know what? Though, on the flip side, bro, it really never give you a good answer either. You know what I mean? Like, like only thing you could do is like two or three or more. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I'm just crazy. Yeah, I'm just yeah. crazy. You know, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. like once yeah, a, it's like once that. a week, four times a month. Uh, every damn day, I'm getting down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. The quick, you know yeah, I mean? the answers is crazy, man. Like, I, I don't, so I have to go for that more one, man. But you know, I don't ever pick that one. That's when I should be picking, like, like yeah. or more. But I had, you know, like you said, man. I ain't being all truthful on that PHA, man. I be hitting that two to three. You know what I mean? A week, knowing ain't no damn two or three. When you do that shit in a day, when you on the Saturday, bro, you not got two. Way so you, yeah, you going in without integrity, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, you man. going in. Yeah, and I, gotta, and, I gotta I gotta be honest with you, man. But I think I think on my being honest at the same time, man, I need better options, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're you making know, me sound like like you should I should be in the DAPA program, bro. You know what I yeah. mean? Them options. 
Yeah, so you got I want to be up in the dapper program, shit. Yeah, man. Um, I went into something else without integrity too, though, man. I gotta be honest. Mm-hmm. I gotta be okay. honest. I come clean, man. This is a come clean episode. Come, come clean. You'd be surprised at what I lied on, man. Oh shit! Like I said, man, I'm getting ready to transfer, man. You know the <laughs> questions. <laughs> so I'm doing my, I'm, I'm doing my transfer stuff, right? And a part of like I, my, ad, I was due for my AU audio grab, right? Mm. And y'all know how, listeners, y'all know how I feel about that based off the last episode we did on audiograms. But um, I lied on the pre-questionnaire for the audiogram, dog. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> I had just got out the gym, man. <laughs> like, you know, like, so it's like for me, man, I don't got no time to like spare as far as like getting this done. I'm trying to go to the ship. I'm leaving in like a month, right? Oh, yeah. So one of the questions on there was like, when the last time you like listen to something, right? And I think that's a weird thing in itself. Like I listen to shit every day. Like, like what you mean? And uh, I like, I literally, I was 20 minutes like out of just taking my headphones off from the gym. You know what I mean? I said 10 hours, dog. <laughs> <laughs> because you know why though? Because you, you don't get a, you don't get a, a real test when you come off with a headphone. You right. You, you, your time is <laughs> valuable, man. Hours, your time <laughs> You ain't coming back, bro. You ain't coming back. I feel, hey, cuff me. Like, lock me up, man. Oh, I feel man. bad. You should man. be ashamed of yourself, me, bro. Yo. I can't believe this. I'm stunned by your actions, bro. Yeah, I'm stunned. bro. I, I lied, man. Like, <laughs> I know she probably looked at that shit and was like, it's no way. Like, I, I literally just had my headphones on at the gym, man. But I'm like, I did good, though. I did good on it. You know, like, no. when you get to this age, that's like a part of like, the question like, yo, how'd you do? Somebody asked me that when I got out of it. He's like, yo, did you pass? I did good, man. You know, I find I find that I'd be like mashing the buttons now, though. Like I'm trying to kill yeah, the, I the do machine. The same thing, bro. Like, like, boom, boom. But bro, are you getting to the I, age I, where you switching hands? You switching yeah. hands in there? Switching hands. <laughs> bro, I'm always switching hands, bro. And then, man, I ain't gonna lie, but I know when that thing go off like two, three times in a row, man. Yeah. You know, you can like hear shit on. Like, I don't know if that's going yeah, be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. They had to come in. <laughs> they had the, uh, the, the dude, the voice dude, he had to tell me a couple times in the beginning that like, yo, yeah. you just pushing buttons. Like, like, like it's nothing yeah. happening. You just pushing buttons. The thing coming in when it says some yeah, shit like, uh, only press the button when you get a volume yeah, or yeah. some shit. Yeah. <laughs> and like, that's why I said, buttons. like, I'm doing better. My, I'm doing better, man, because... My my scores are better, but when I first started, though, I was I was just mashing buttons, man. Yeah, but yeah, man. so you know, and I got some, you know, after whatever you got for do better, I got some integrity. Um, Let's go ahead and hit them. Do, well, well, you know what? Let me go and do my do better real quick. Your do better was a PHA, of course. Yeah, that was my do better, man. Do hey Navy yeah. Navy Medical, man. Yeah, yo, y'all got it, man. I ain't even gonna go in on Navy Medical right now, man. Y'all y'all know what it is. I love y'all. I need y'all, man. You know what I mean? I need y'all. But yo, we got to do better, man, with, the, with these systems, man. This one system before you go, it's called Viper, right? The one system called Viper. That's the E-P-H-A. Uh, after you do it, they call you or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Viper used to have a name that could stand on something, man. You know what I'm saying? Like Viper used to be the car alarm. The uh, alarm. Joint, you know, yeah. protected by Viper. Stand back. When you heard that, what did you do? <laughs> you got Stand the fuck, the fuck back. back. You know what I mean? <laughs> now when I'm seeing Viper, you know, on these PHA things, come on, man. Y'all that, y'all giving it. And then Viper used to be the Dodge. Remember the Dodge Viper? Mm-hmm. Dodge Viper, yeah. Lit car. 
This ain't a lit viper, yo. This uh, this viper thing we dealing with now ain't it, man. Viper it's probably used a to be an acronym. Name. Is it an acronym? It is, no, no, H-M, it's, let us know. It's V I P R R. It's an acronym. But viper used to be a name that yeah, we could sure. trust, man. You know what I'm saying? Facts. I believe. I'm with you, bro. I'm with you on that, man. Yeah, man. My do better is 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 um, you know, it's teamwork, man. Right? I mean, we we got to do better with this teamwork, man. Like, I know um, as a division, we want to be great, but we also need to be great as a department, and we also need to be great as a command. You know, and I and I remember, and the only reason why I rem- and I think about this because I was I've been, I've been doing these um been back on these ships, and I can just see it's like no teamwork, man. It's everything is individual divisions. That's the only thing they care about. Remember, and I remember. When we was on the ship, man, I remember we go to our little khaki call, man, and us as the chiefs in there, man, we used to ask each other, like, hey, you good? You need something? Blah, blah, blah. We used to ask each other this stuff in our divisions. I mean, yeah. what we need is stuff doing our little khaki thing. And that stuff ain't going down like that no more, man. They like damn near laughing at each other almost, man. Like when somebody jacked, somebody jacked up. But at the same time, that's, that's your department though. You know what I mean? That's your, your command and seem like the, the, the the care factor at the end of the day, yeah. As DC, I'm coming out of with a with a 95, and I'm the the you know the greatest in sliced bread. But still, your department can still look like ass if everybody else ain't if everybody else pushing a 60 or a 50 or whatever the case may be. But the reason why I bring up the teamwork, man, because I wanted to ask you a question, man. Like for the department, man, like like where that teamwork come from? Right. And I, and, and I'm asking because we had a pretty, when we came in, we had a pretty good department head. Right. I feel like he was a team guy, man. He was, you know, bringing us in, but is that where it starts at? You know, it starts at the, like the, the department head. Like I'm just talking about department leadership right now. You know what I mean? So where did that teamwork come from? I mean, I can't really pinpoint where it starts, but I can pinpoint where it stops and it stops at each person. from my perspective, based off of my um, career and my experience, it stops at each of those people in a leadership position, each of those chiefs, each of those divos, top snipe, the department head, whoever, you know, um, what is like his assistants or whatever like that. Any, It stops at each of those uh, people. Every single one of those people could fuck that up. Um, mm-hmm. I can, you know, as an EMC S, LCPO, I could come into a department and separate my, my division from the department and we become this competitive thing, right? And, th- and that's based off of me separating myself from us, the chiefs in the department. You know, um, another thing is this. Well, my question for you as I'm answering, was yeah. this in multiple, is this now starting to be like multiple commands you go to? Yeah. yeah. All right. So I don't want to sound like I'm part of like being like in a group of outliers, but I think we really had a, we had a really good department. Yeah. We had a good mess. Like the one we came into and stuff, it was a good mess. We had a good department and the people on the ship knew that like even other department heads, they knew that we had a good department. Right. So I say all that to say that it's like a whole lot of things that go into that pot. Right. It's not like a simple recipe. It's a whole lot of things that go into that pot. And a big part of it is maintaining the standard of excellence. 
you know, and the standard of excellence honestly starts and stops with us. I mean, we got to a bad point, I think, as a department one time. And I think, and we, and it was because we had one member, one to two members in our department that was kind of toxic, mm-hmm. you know, and toxic, Kyle, Kyle started making me think about the word toxic. Toxic is a very harsh word. It's like yeah. Lex Luthor, <laughs> like, 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 like they wasn't like, <laughs> yeah, they didn't want to like see the world crumble or nothing like that. Right. But they were just like, not t- too great. And they happened at the same time. Right. And what it did was it separated a lot of like lines between like junior sellers and senior sellers. Like people might be like bitching about things about like other khaki in front of junior sellers. Yeah. You know, which and then you started to see like junior sellers and like khaki like having like arguments that like never really happened before. And it's yeah. not that it's not like that. I, I look at it like it's just this big separation, but it's a respect barrier that obviously got crossed when like a few of those chiefs came that would like just go straight to engineering CCS or whatever and complain about other chiefs in front of junior sellers. Like that didn't happen before because we had chiefs that would just go to the chief. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I think that has a lot to do with a lot of it. Like I'm going to come to you if I got an issue. You know what I mean? And I know how to have that conversation. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. You know, I'm going to go talk to Matt if I got an issue. Well, you know, and then Matt could come talk to me and then you could come talk to me and our manhood ain't on the line. Like, like, you know, yeah. we not like you, me talking to you. Like, I hope it, you, you like it. You never feel like, oh, man, he could beat my ass because he's asking me, why is this messed up? Like, no, that's not what the conversation is about. Mm. You know, so I think it starts with that. And I think that's where and I, we might be going off on a tangent, but I think that's where like you start seeing a separation come in when people start like being like wimps. Like, like, yeah, yeah you know, I, I'm going to talk about this person in front of this person so I could try to save my face. Yeah. You know, and I think that's, you know, because competitive, I've always been, a, I've been blessed to always be, a, be in atmospheres where it was competitive, but it wasn't aggressively competitive to a fault, right? And when I say that, I mean, we wasn't competing with each other to where we wanted to see the other one of us die. Yeah. We was competing with each other to where like at the end of the day, it lifted all of us up. Yes. You know? Yes. And I'm, yeah. I'm about to go to a ship and I hope it ain't, I hope what you're saying, it ain't like that where I'm about to go. But if it is, and this is what I meant by every single person, if it is, I'm <coughs> charged with being like a change maker on that ship. Like I'm charged with that shit. And I have enough power to do it. I believe that inside a department, I believe that a single person has enough power in the khaki, out of, out of the khaki. A single person has enough power to fix it or fuck it up. I believe that. Yeah. That might, that might sound purist or too wholesome or weird, but I really believe that, man. Yeah. Man, you make some points there, man. Some, some real good points, man. Like the, the listening piece, man, um, from the person, like ain't nobody perfect out there, man. You know, you, everybody's going to make some mistakes, but you have to be able to own those mistakes and not, and, and, and not get pissed when someone talked to you about something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, that's the biggest thing for me. Like if you came to me and told me my shit jacked up, am I willing to listen to that? Cause I don't have to. I can say 
F off, man. Get up out my spot. Get up out my spot. I can say that. Right? Yeah. But that's not, that's not how we're going to get better, though. That's not how we're going to get better. Listening, right? Taking that shit on board. Willing to do better, right? And I had this, and, and man, you know what, man? Like, like I was talking yesterday to one of my little mentees, man. Yesterday, you know, hit me up and was talking about their chain of command and about what they was going through on um, their chain of command. And, a, and, a, and it was a first class and a, and a uh, chief. And my mentee thought I was just going to be like, you know how you be like, want to pick their side? You know what I mean? On, on the yeah. issue that's going on and stuff. Um, even though I think the, 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 the person was at fault, but I also said, you know what, man, they are young. They're learning yeah. too. You know what I mean? They're learning too. So you can't, don't just automatically be like, just go in and, and, and don't want to have nothing to do with them, blah, blah, blah. But it ended up the situation got to the CMC, right? And now the CMC mm-hmm. brought this person in and talked with them. And I, and I was like, now they kind of in this state of, didn't talk to each other for one day and now they gone to school and going on leave and doing all this stuff. They going to come back in like three weeks. And right. And what I said was to, to her, I said, I said, um, so now what's going to happen is you guys going to have to sit out and talk. It's going to happen. The CMC probably already stated that or said something about it, or they're going to be removed if the situation that bad, one or the other. Right. Yeah. But you got to give them that chance also. Right. This could be the wake up call for that person. That person could have never been a person that got um, been challenged with anything. They could have been a mm-hmm. person that's been getting good evals the whole time, been kicking ass since they came in the Navy. And this could be their first time, you know, that someone talking to them about their leadership. Yeah. Right. It is the first time somebody talking about their leadership. Now they got to sit back and say, you know what? Maybe. I'm not as great as I thought I was. Maybe I need to take a look in the mirror and be like, okay, what I'm going to do to be better because I want to be better. Don't automatically throw your people to the side and be like, okay, I'm done with them. I'm done talking with them. No, you got other sailors that need you guys. You know what I mean? Need you guys to be on the same page. Need you guys to working together, right? Because if you guys not, everybody sees that shit. Then it become an environment. Then it become a hostile environment, blah, 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 blah. We go on and on. But the point you made, man, about willing to take that on board, man, is huge. You got to be willing to take criticism and all that stuff on board and and get better. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a couple points you made, though, like as well. So um, one of them is, well, before that, let me say this. It's probably been times that, you know, you told me that something of mine was jacked up. And it's been times that I told you that things of yours was jacked up. But I don't think that like we've ever even received it in like a defensive mode yeah. like ever because first of all, you care about the fact that your shit jacked up. And then second of all, I think a big major part in all of this is that communication part because you build a rapport. Like you build a rapport. I know you, you know me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I'm coming out, I'm coming to you straight up caring about you and how you receive this information. But a couple things you brought up. The whole thing about leaders and stuff like that. Not everybody be a leader just because the Navy put that anchor on you or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? We might want you to be, be though. A, you know what I mean? I said be a leader for <laughs> yeah, a reason. Yeah, yeah. I said it. I said it with the bad language like that for it for, for for a specific. But not everybody's a leader just because they damn told you you were. Just because somebody told you it took you 
a short time to make chief. And just because in that short time it took to make chief, a bunch of people told you that, yo, you're a chief already. But that like, yo, if you like leadership, some of those elements that they, they, they experienced, practiced and learned, yeah. you know, like a lot of those <clears throat> elements, experience, practice and learn. And a lot of those elements you don't know until you get in a hot seat. You know what I mean? After my first fuck up, I was a much better chief than I was before it. Yes. You know? Yes. After my second fuck up, <laughs> I was a much better chief than I was before it. You know Facts. what I mean? Facts, bro. I, and I'm going to go mess up again somewhere. Right yeah. When I go to the carrier, I'm going to fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to be a better chief than I was before. Because you're going to own it. <laughs> you know? yeah. You're going to own it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, another point you made that I wanted to hit on um, and it's not specifically uh, toward the seller, is um, the mentor, young sellers, right? And I, I say young sellers a lot. And when I say that, I'm specifically talking to a certain group of sellers. Young sellers, stop choosing mentors that's always in agreement with everything that you <laughs> say. Yes. That's yes. not your mentor. That's your mirror. <laughs> that's a mirror. <laughs> that's, that's your shadow. Yeah, that's just man. another extension of you. Pick a mentor that's going to say some shit that's going to challenge you. You know? Oh, yeah. We curse more when you when you hear it, Damon. I, I, I kind of figured that out, too. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But yeah. pick a mentor that's going to say some stuff that's going to make you want to do better. You know? Like, it's shit and all. We living in this time, and especially in the Navy, where, like, sellers just only go to the people they comfortable with. You know, no, go to that person that's going to tell you that harsh thing that you really need to hear. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's my thoughts on that, bro. No, man, we, we can we can sit on that shit for a minute, man. Like, that's that's so real, man. Um, And, and I'm going to tell you, and and maybe this came from just me being in and, and experience and all this stuff too, man. But I got to tell you what's real, though, man. When yeah. you give me the situation... If I'm leaning to your side of the situation, it's because of what you said, right? Because that's all I know, right? But I'm always going to give you the real and what you think because it's always two sides of the story. So if a sailor telling me something about another sailor, my whole plan is to dissect that in a way that they probably was thinking this way then. Do you know how they was thinking at that time? You don't. I don't know. You don't know, right? But I'm going to play that part though. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it, it could have been something else and you thinking it's all jacked up, but it could have been something else and you don't know it. That's why you can't jump to all these conclusions until you get all the sides because yeah. we really don't know. You don't know what sailor's going through every day. When a sailor come in your office, you have to get all sides to know yeah. what's really going on because it's easy for me. My sailor come in here and he tells me something Hear me go jump up hot-headed going after somebody. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I don't know all the sides. So it's good to get all the pieces together. And it's good to um, talk to a sailor when they come in your office and don't agree with them because that's what they probably want. They probably want you to jump on their side and, and be this and be that. And sometimes you're going to be on their side. But remember why you picked this mentor. Like Dumbo said, remember why you picked the mentor. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That's the thing. If, you, if that's the person you want, to give you all the, the great answers and and give you and 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 be on your side all the time, like Dumbo said, that's 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 the mirror. That's a <laughs> you know what I mean. It's just so that's so honest. 
You know what I mean? Like if that's what you want. But if you want somebody to make you better, you want somebody to challenge you, um, pick somebody who's going to do that for you. Right? At yeah. the end of the day, yeah. no one comes in a situation, even the Navy, and want to fail. Right? Yeah. So put somebody in your corner that's going to help you succeed. And if you come to me, you coming to me for a reason. Yeah. And if I'm telling you this, like, this stuff that I'm telling you, it's probably some stuff I wish that somebody would have told me or I would have told myself back when I was in your shoes. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 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 and that's not like old head talk. That ain't dinosaur talk. You know, that's like, yo, you have a chance to be way greater than I've ever had a chance to be. Oh, yeah. Right. And that's in this small, specific scenario. Right. You just you just not sure about doing this because somebody that you don't like is doing it or whatever. But it's an opportunity for you. But you want me to say, oh, yeah, don't do it because you don't want to. No, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say it's an opportunity for you. You need to understand that you're not going to like everybody, whatever I'm going to say or whatever yeah. like that. Now you don't want to come talk to me anymore because I told you something that you ain't want to hear. So mm-hmm. now you're going to go validate. Don't do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've been I've shorted myself because it was people inside of rooms that I didn't want to go into because of them. I've shorted myself. So I'm not going to let you do that or whatever. This ain't the whole, I got to pee my first eval. So you got to get a pee your first eval conversation. Mm. It's a little different. Yeah. Um, yeah. Most definitely, bro. That's, 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 that's huge, man. Um, when it comes to, to, to sailors and their, you know, progression too, man. Like, like, and get a mentor too, man. Get somebody that 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 you see that's that's. I know that this wasn't what this conversation was started when it started wasn't going here, but I, I just want to want to say this, man. Like, get a mentor though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you 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 sailors out there that that went through the fire or went through similar shit you went through. You can have multiple mentors too. Yeah, you, know you mean? should. From different backgrounds, right? You can get a mentor in your background. You can get a mentor out of your background. Um, no, you a- should be pulling from. You should, like Bruce Lee says something like, "You pull, you pull positive from this. You take negative from this, and then you put your." You should be doing that anyway. Yeah. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, yeah you no, 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 that's, that. that's that's good. Um, but yeah, man, get mentors like that. Get somebody you can talk to. Um, and I'm telling you, man, I and I see this, man. And I and and the program itself is not where it was before the whole mentor program and all this stuff. Um, and I'm just being honest with with you. It ain't where it was before, man. Um, but a lot of a lot of that stuff has to do with the schedule and and actually like getting stuff done. I mean, it's just hard out there right now. It's not it's not the same. But seek it out, man. Seek it out. Seek it out. Um, don't so- depend on nobody to to put your name on a piece of paper to have a mentor, right? Seek it out, get somebody uh, that you can talk to. And um, and I'm saying that it's not where it used to be. That's not an excuse. We need to get it there. It needs to happen. So I'm not saying that as an excuse um, on schedules and all that because it needs to happen. But seek it out also, you know, seek it out. So what's your thoughts on people having mentors that they wasn't, like that's in the same division as them? What's your thoughts on that? Like that first class is that mentor, that chief is that mentor. I mean, I, I guess it, it it depends. Um, but I think if you have one in your division, I think you need another one, right? I think you need another one. Um, because a lot of times, man, you can see like like you can see who you trying to emulate. It's easy for you to emulate this guy. He's a he's a master chief, 
right? He didn't been through a lot. He he talks smooth. He he's he's seemed like a he don't have a lot of stress on him. Blah blah blah. So you know what? I want to be like that guy. So it's easy for you to like be like a guy that's in your division because you're in the same rate. You're doing the same job. He can teach you a lot. Or he or she can teach you a lot. Very knowledgeable. That's who you want to emulate. So I have no problem with that being your mentor. But I think also that can be too comfortable, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes um, you 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 don't need to be comfortable. You know what I mean? Sometimes you need somebody to tell you um, something different and from a different mindset. That's why I think you should have multiple um, mentors, man, because of that. Like sometimes you can get so comfortable with one person and what they talk, you know them. Especially if they in your rate, you talk to them every day. You kind of know what they're going to say before they say it. But when you get somebody outside the rate, you get somebody outside of, of, of seeing what's going on, even if it's outside the command, because they don't see what's going on at the command, they can give you an opinion that's not tied to the command. You know, and sometimes that would it that 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 is like a wake up call because everybody kind of know what's going on and everybody, you know, can be judgmental because of the command, you know, what I mean, what they want to say and how they want to say it. But when you have somebody outside the command, they're not tied to nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're not tied to what's going on with that command. Cause sometimes your judgment as a mentor can be based on stuff that had happened. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But outside of command, it's not. It's like I give you, I feel like outside of command, I really can give you my full, honest opinion about anything. Inside the command, um, I'm going to be honest with you, man. You can be walking on eggshells when I say, let your command say something. Not that you want to, but it depends on the situation, right? Outside the command, it's a little bit different. So, um, yeah, and you know they also got the whole such and such told me this thing. Oh like, yeah, yo, chief yeah. told me. You know, my mentor chief told me this. Like, yo, stop telling me what yeah. EMCS told you or whatever like that. You know yeah. how you know how I go. Oh man. yeah, most definitely. <laughs> they throw your ass on that bus and yeah. all that. <laughs> what you been? What you like? What you been up to this week, man? Yeah, man. I had um, I had a pretty good week, man. I, I'm I'm gonna tell you, man. I be having, I be going out on these ships, man, and I know shit, man. I be having. Man, everybody walk around like, damn, seeing you got all that freaking energy. How long you been in? I'd be like, man, I've been in for a minute, but this is, this has always been me, man. Like bringing the energy. People want to, you know, talk to me afterwards and all that stuff. It's because of my, the energy level. I love going out doing stuff. I love going out talking to people. Um, yeah. But, bro, it's, it's this, man, I love that shit, man. I've been on a ship the week before. Now I was on a ship this week in Washington. Um, and my schedule getting packed, so I'm going on a lot of ships, man. And every time I come off one of them ships, I got a different perspective of of leadership. I got a different perspective of divisional leadership, <laughs> departmental leadership. And boy, and and man, I tell you, I know I'm getting close to retiring, bro. But it fires me up, man. I'd be like, man, yeah. and I'm always thinking, like, if I was in this position, what I would do. I don't tell them that shit, but I know I'm. That's what I'm looking at. I'm looking like. Man, like, why is this being ran like this? And my mind always running like that, bro. Like, always running. I'm talking to these sailors, and I'm in the division, and and you know how sailors are, man. They talking about everybody. <laughs> they don't care who you are, man. You could be the XO, you could be the freaking CEO. They don't care. They talking shit yeah, about yeah. everybody, right? And I'm thinking that if I was in my position, and, and then I, if I'm thinking like, man, if I was on the ship, I'd do this. I'm always thinking it like that, man. Like, I don't know yeah. why, bro. Like I still yeah. be having that that urge and that itch to get back out there and and leave, but boy, Lord knows, 
Yeah, that's why. I, that's why I, I'm gonna do it for you, man. I'm gonna get out there. Yeah, man. I can't wait, man. I can't wait. I, me, I, I went to a retirement ceremony this week, man. Oh yeah. So yeah, so it was it was actually yesterday for CMC, and um, I had to I had to speak. I had to do the retirement creed. You know what oh. I'm saying? So at first, I told myself like a couple months ago, I told myself like, yeah, I'm gonna just commit this thing to memory and be good to go. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. as time progressed and like life happened and things happened, thought I would commit it to memory, but I couldn't. Yeah. Because I just didn't have enough time. So I was too busy. So I had it. I had a copy of it. Luckily, I had a copy because the script I got sent, it was written wrong. Uh, when I looked at the script that they replaced it with, I think it was corrected, but I still had my own copy. Yeah. So the ceremony was at 10, the ceremony was at 1030. I want to say. So, you know, me, I go to work, put the khakis on, ready to go. Ceremony, get there early. I'm early. I'm like 9.50, early, sitting mm-hmm. down, chilling, dapping up a bunch. This is CMC. So I'm dapping up a bunch of CMCs there. I'm dapping them up. Hey, what's going on? Boom, boom, boom. I start seeing everybody, part of the ceremony, looking all good with the, with the dress blues on and stuff like that. I'm chilling. I'm still saying, what's up to everybody? Then I see the one CMC that's doing a whole, what's the thing you always do? Oh, glory. Oh, glory. Don't yeah. you do oh, glory? Yeah. Oh, glory. Yeah. So, so one of the CMCs that's doing oh, glory, he come down too. And they like, oh man, he part of the ceremony, but he got his blues on too. So I look at my khakis and I look at his blues. I'm like, yo, should I be in, should I be in uh, blues? <laughs> like if he, I'm like, if he doing oh, glory, cause some of the other people, they was like things like, I'm like, but if he don't know glory and he in his blues, I know I'm supposed to be in my yeah, blues. Yeah, most definitely. So I go over to one of the CHEs. Chiefs. I'm like, yo, bro, I think I'm in the wrong uniform. At this point, it's 1017. The ceremony started at 1030. Yeah. So he's like, well, you could go talk to, you know, CMC that's retiring. He's like, you could go talk to him and, you know, see what he say. So I went up to him. You know, now mind you, I, at this point, I know I'm in the wrong uniform. I'm like, hey, bro, I think. I think I'm in the wrong uniform, man. Uh, and and I'm like, are you good with it? <laughs> and like, he said yes, but he didn't say. He said yes. His words, but his, his face, face was <laughs> fucking devastated. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's this man's retirement ceremony, bro. Like, yeah. why would you come in here in the wrong uniform for my retirement ceremony? So I said, hey, bro. I could, I could go. You know what I mean? Now, mind you, half of me really want to stay because I'm there, boom. But also, this this man, I got way too much respect, right, for that. Yeah. So, I go change. And of course, it's the hardest ride back, ambulance flying in and doing (laughs) all the crazy stuff. Of course, right? But I go change. I come back in time and I I do the retire, I do the retirement, retirement career. And I'm super nervous. And I hate it when people say, hey, you do a podcast. I know you're not nervous. This is completely different. This is a controlled Lee. environment. There's nobody like watching us. There's yeah. nobody that knows that I had the rogue uniform earlier, that I got the right one, that I know they in the crowd listen, like watching yeah. me. It's not it's none of that. It's just me and you yeah. and Tish talking to whoever it is we talking to or talking to each other. And then this goes out and people could kind of process it however they want. It's different, you know? Yeah. But um, I did do the retirement ceremony. It was good. Congrats on 27 years. This dude joined the Navy when I was 10 years old. So congrats on 27 years. And it's always a sad moment because a lot of people miss a lot of time with their kids. 
yeah, yeah, um, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. But it was a good one. Now, as a part of this, my I was I had got like I was updating my ribbon rack because I got another com and another nam. Yeah, and I never updated it right now. And nothing I say right now, and I'm about to be bragging. Right, I'm just stating facts. Right? Yeah, got another com and another nam. Right, so I had to update the stars. So <laughs> I got nine nams. Right. Yeah. I don't have the flat ribbons. I got the the old school, you know, the ones you put on and all the weird stuff. So that's a silver star and four gold stars. Yeah. The shit don't fit on a ribbon rack, bro. Like, you can't <laughs> fit that on a ribbon rack. It, it's just no way. So I ran through two ribbon racks and like four ribbons. I mean, mm. like, no, two ribbon racks and like four of those stars because the things just break it's off so easy. Up. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It got to be a better design for these at this point. Yeah, but I, the flat. I ran, right. But the flats cost. The flats cost money, dog. Yeah, and every dude. time you get something else, every time you get something else, you gotta get another, another yeah. job. Like, My shit like, need to be updated right now. Yeah, man. That, I was, I was just talking to somebody about that. Like, you know, them. Every time you go to a new command, you need to buy another. So, but so, like I said, that almost lost my train of thought. But I, when I look at my ribbon racks, bro. I feel like I got more ribbons. And, and, and this is, a, again, I'm integrity first. And I'm being transparent. I don't think I have all the ribbons I'm supposed to have on my rack, man. I've been in now for 16 years. 16 years. And mostly everybody I know that's been in the same time as me are about four years less than me or whatever. They ribbon racks got about four to five <laughs> to six different... Like, do I just get not like... From the ship we was on last command, at our last command, did we get ribbons? Because if we did, I never updated my rack. Me either. I don't even know. But I got so much stuff when I was younger, bro. So I, I don't, I don't even notice the. How'd you the, know you got it though? Like how you knew you got it when you was younger? Because of um, no shit. So when I used to go on Endos, and when you go on deployments, you get these um um ship awards. Yeah. Right. So it's probably on your Endos right now. If you want to look at that, but. The command did a great job when we came off deployments. We came off some admin was letting us know what we got as a command. Yeah, that's how I felt when I was a junior seller. That was yeah. happening too. Admin it must let be us a, know. Yeah, yeah. It must be an app for that now. Probably. Like e, like eDivo. <laughs> like <laughs> they didn't try to change the name, but eDivo to get the stake off that app. <laughs> Everything stole with a freaking e now, man. Remember E-Demo? Oh, yeah, we got every single, every yeah. single uh, tech man you in the Navy and that man on one app. <laughs> yeah, we talk no, about but, anything now, man. You got to, if you want to know where to start with, it probably start with an E, man. Even but, fucking vehicles, man, like yeah. E. Fucking and anything like, that start with an E is trash, <laughs> man, you know? But back back to these ribbons, though. So, so are you, are you saying, because I need to bring somebody down with me because I feel low. I feel yeah, real yeah, bad yeah. about myself. Yeah. Are you saying that you don't know how many ribbons you're supposed to have either? I think I know how many I'm supposed <laughs> to have, right? But I will say this. Cat. So you, so you, um, cat, yeah. I will say this. <laughs> I know I'm not updated on my comms, right? I know I already yeah, know yeah. I'm going to add one of the motherfuckers. So I'm not updated. But also, I want to say this too. I don't know if we got anything from our last command. If we did, I'm not updated on that either. Hey, if you from our last command and you listening, if we got ribbons, command ribbon, yeah, command ribbons, let me know. 
you know, and it's crazy. I think it's people that like it's people that really care about like that rack, yeah. like to the point that they want yeah. the up to the neck. You know what I mean? They want to eventually have that, so they like on it. I'm not one of those people. I'm yeah, also not like much of a coin person either. A, a lot of that like stuff, I'm not. But I do. I would like to have an accurate representation of my career on my chest. You know what I'm saying? So somebody, please, if and I know who's gonna give command, us that answer, man. You young guys out there, you young sailors out there. Um, because I know you want to add to your little rack. You know what I mean? You so you so? normally you normally stay ahead of the game because you want some extra little stuff on your rack. So I'm sure the young sailors from our last command is going to be the people who let us know uh, if we miss anything. When you get to be an old head like me, like, like I just told you, I ain't even care. I ain't even, don't know what I got from the last command or care of what I got. How many rows last... you got? How many rows you got on your rack? I think five, maybe. Five rows? Yeah. Maybe more. Something like that. I'm three rows, man. Yeah, bro. You need three. to check your whole career, man. You need to check. You've been I on got, ships too, so you need to check it out. I guarantee you got some stuff, bro. Yeah, that's nine ribbons, bro. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, guys, uh, <laughs> in addition to whatever award, that's nine ribbons, you, bro. And you've been on ships, bro. So they ain't like you've been. You you, yeah. you got some stuff like that. You've been on. Yo, I'm serious, too. yo. Y'all might judge me for this. Yeah, I'm putting. Yeah, I'm putting a command package and whatever like that. Y'all might judge me for this, but I need help. If anybody <laughs> listening. <laughs> If anybody listening, man, I need help. Like, I know I should have more ribbons. You know what I'm saying? So that's, you know, again, that's me. We the no no judge zone, bro. No judge zone, bro. All right. So here go my my integrity question for you. Have you ever ducked out of colors? Yeah. I ducked out of colors, man. You know what's funny, man? Look, I'm going to tell you this, though, bro. I'm going to tell you what's so funny, man, in a minute. But yes, let me answer your question first. Yes, I have ducked out of colors. When I say ducked out, meaning... I hear that motherfucker and I jump back in the car. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some shit like that, right? Or I'm finna come out the building and I hear it and I jump back in the door. You know what yeah. I mean? But let me tell you some funny ass shit, bro. So we have a, a SEL. He's a master chief, man. Cool cat. So we all, um, we finna get out the vehicle to go. Um, and I wasn't, I wasn't with them, but I got all the pictures. It's how funny it is, man. So um, everybody getting in the vehicle to get in the car because, you know, it's time for us to leave. But the master chief didn't get a chance to get in the vehicle, right? So he's yeah. right in front of the vehicle and he had to throw that salute up. And everybody else is in the vehicle, right? <laughs> yeah. So everybody else is laughing, bro. They laughing at him out there by himself. He's at the solo, bro. It's like, it's like probably like 10 of them. He the only one that make it in the vehicle, bro. And they taking yeah. pictures of him and they laughing at him. So he's laughing and all this shit. He's saluting. That shit was funny <laughs> as hell, man. They got my... I'm about to ask him, man. I'm about to send him that picture, see you that picture, bro. It's so funny. He's standing in yeah, front of the vehicle. Salute tall as hell, bro. It's funny as shit, man. Yeah, let me get, let but me yeah, get it. Your boy right why, here, man. Why? Why? Why'd you do it? Why I dip out? Yeah, you ain't want to honor the flag. Yeah, man. I mean, you can say it like that, bro. It ain't get, but it really ain't had Damn. nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> you just own it. It really had nothing to do with honoring the uh, flag or anything like that. Uh, we, 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 it's not a, it's not a, you know, Kaepernick thing and then like that, man. But um, I just you know didn't feel like saluting, bro. And I feel like uh, you know I was in a position to the 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 miss it. You know what I mean? So guess what? Yeah. I missed it, man. You know, you, you with the amount of salutes I've done in my native career, man. You know, I don't. You know, shit. I'm, oh yeah. You supposed to go head up with that flag, dog. Every time, head up, man. Eye to eye. You eye to eye. You go head to head every time. <laughs> Hell no, dog. <laughs> Hell no, man. I just slid out of colors. <laughs> slid my ass out of colors a couple times. Man. Oh, man. Like, like it's like, 
Yo, it's like you got to be somewhere. Yeah, I, I might be there by like 8.06 though. You know what I mean? Like, you know, because the building you in, they, it's about to be colored, so you know you're not going to leave. Yeah. yeah, I might be there by 8.06, dog. Give me a couple <laughs> extra minutes. to make sure. Give me a couple extra minutes, man. I ain't yeah. trying to get caught up. It's like colors is like a storm. <laughs> it's like it's some shit you don't want to get caught up in. Like, yeah, I ain't trying to get caught up in colors, man. <laughs> and hey, how about them colors in Japan? Yo, well, yeah, yeah. that's what, But is that the morning colors or the evening colors? I think it's the morning colors. With it, like where you got hair, everybody, uh, yeah, bro, <laughs> arm tired. That's, <laughs> that's about I a think in Hawaii, too, salute, they do it when bro. somebody pull in, like you know, different ships pull in, yeah, or whatever, different, from different ships country. pull in, yeah, bro. Oh, my goodness, man, like it, it man, I'm to my arm straight tired. Oh, that's about a, yeah, that's about a 25 minute salute. Remember, the girl got in trouble on, yeah. um, on uh, social media for uh, staying in her car. She like, I forgot what she did, man, but she didn't like observe colors. Mm. But she she talked about it. I forgot like what she did. Somebody got to remind me what she did, but she got in trouble for not doing colors, man. Yeah. I tell <laughs> you one crazy. other story I had, man, with colors, man. So I had um my CDO, we talked to her on, on, on the pod already before. I never had to go out and and because they have to go when you're a CDO, you have to go out in the morning and do colors. Yeah. You know, in the morning. <laughs> used to, used to. And I and I'm the section leader and I never Never went. Like, I never go and, and I never was asked to go, <laughs> right? Yeah. But soon as she had, she was on leave and I got another CDO. Yeah. And it hit me up on the radio. Like, hey, can you come to the flight deck? I'm thinking, oh, you got to ask me a question. Yeah. <laughs> ask me a little question or something. She got me posted up on that flight deck, bro. And I had to do that salute. I'm, I'm doing it and I ain't saying that, but I'm mad as hell. Like, got me back yeah. here on this flight deck. Yeah, so- that's... Bro, I'm hey, like, I never the, do this, man. Good gracious. And that's the downside of like when the person that you built the rapport with, mm-hmm. you know, ain't around. You know what I'm saying? You with somebody new. You know, that person that you normally do your PRT with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Day, boy. And you know what's so crazy about the PRT is, man. Like, I'm the CFL, bro. I used to be looking for that shit, though. Knowing I know what's going on, bro. I'm looking at him. I'm like, look, I'm yeah. staring at him. Bro, you yeah. know you ain't do But we had a couple of them that was crazy, though, bro. We had a couple, like, like, man, we had one guy. Oh, yeah. I remember this was on the ship. We had this dude, man. He did like a hundred and. 20 some freaking push it. I'm looking at him, bro. I said, man, you ain't did. I said, you ain't did no hundred and some push ups, bro. I mean, I'm going to let you make it. I ain't counting them. Your partner counting them. I'm just telling you between me and you. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't done no hundred and twenty some push ups, man. I'm just going to be honest with you. You know who I'm talking about? Probably too, man. I'll be <laughs> nah, like, I don't. I you don't. Know, and I don't, I don't, don't even want to know who it is. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to know. Hey, but who you know who you are out there, man. You know who you are. And you listen to the pod. You didn't do no hundred and twenty one push ups, bro. Your body yep. ain't built like that. Your body ain't <laughs> your body ain't Tell built that, for man. 121 push-ups. I'll tell you that right now, man. People be having a heart to heart with they with they PFA partner, man. Like, <laughs> hey, look, man. I, I know I told you Wednesday. <laughs> what did you but, What did but, you tell but, him? But, but my demo, you know, we we having a shot a divisional meeting, man. So I'm gonna have to do the PFA on Thursday, dog. Mm. And I know you got duty and you got watch. Oh, you done fucked up their whole goddamn skit. Your life. You done gave this a life alternate fucking. Yeah, <laughs> now they like scoping, they like scoping it out in the morning, like trying to see who they could who they could pair up with that don't have integrity like them. 
like, y'all need to find me about Oh, that, man. man, boy, that's funny, it's an a, man. Every, That hey, is skip, funny. But you, skip you know seven, what, no man, skip like... Skip seven push-ups every time I hit five. Yeah. I could go up seven. Man, I, I used to do it all the time, man. I don't know. I just always had somebody who thought they was freaking... You know, there's always that competition, man. But I used to tell them all the time, man. I, but Because I, I had no problem with doing like 70, 80 push-ups. Like yeah. zero. So I always tell you, hey, I'm going to tell you before we get out here, man. I'm going to knock out seven. I always do like more than 70 because when I get to 70, yeah. I'm like, oh, I can do a couple more. But I said 70. Like, I'm, I'm doing 70. Like I always say it the whole time. Like, I got to knock 70 out and then I end up doing maybe a little bit more than that. But every dude, there's some people that be like, boy, I'm telling you. Hey, how many you doing? I mean, how many you going to do? You ever had somebody try to act like you was messing them up from like counting out loud or something? Like, yo, dog, like, yo, like, yo, you messing me up, man. I know I'm on. <laughs> like, like you got you got them at 11. I know I'm on like 14, man. Yeah. Oh, messing me up, bro. Man. Hey, hey, look. <laughs> no, I'm on 14. Hey, bro. <laughs> and you know when you can like, like we never, we never struggle with 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 PRTs, right? Like, never been a struggle with PRTs. But when you have somebody struggling, how mad they be getting, bro? Yeah. On the PRT, how mad they be getting on the counts, man? Like you, that, that's some funny ass shit, man. I be yeah. saying like, "Oh, that's twelve. No, bro, that's seventeen. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tired. You, you, your back about to break, dog. You know, dead oh well. Goodness, and, and for everybody listening, like, it might sound like I'm talking from a privileged standpoint, but if you go back to like our second episode that we ever put out, I gave my story about cheating on the PFA and yeah. getting caught. I gave my story before. I've done it before. I cheated on a PFA before and I was caught or whatever. So I learned I learned my lesson from that. Here go, here go my next uh, integrity uh, question for you, Damon. Uh, yeah. I mean, you got to be honest, man. I'm gonna be you got to be honest, you, man. Because they're going to know you lying. It's the Navy, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm going to be honest, man. I'm honest. What qualifications do you have? Are, are one, are two, yeah. qualifications that you have that you know damn well you didn't earn? I'm going to tell you what I didn't earn, man. And it's a prereq that straight up, I know ain't no way I earned or knew anything about it at the time anyway. And it was, and it, it's a prereq. Yeah. It's a prereq to um, my MTS, right? On there, you have to be ATS qualified, a float, what's called a float training something, um, ATS, a float training specialist. Right. Mm -hmm. So you had to go through all these, like, of course, you came and get, you got to go through all these signatures. You got to do training and all this type of stuff. Right. So when I go up for my, my MTS, I got, they tell me, hey, what your prereq, prereq for MTS? You got to get ATS. But I didn't know ATS was his own big ass PQS too. Yeah. But my board was already set in a week. Right. (laughs) Yeah. But, the ATS didn't have a board, right? So I got everything signed off or whatever and got it, boom, boom, got it done. But of course, it was, it was like pencil whoop. Man, you had a couple of people went through their little stuff. You know what I mean? They went, yeah. you, had, you know, you got them some certain, certain people that, that you are, I'm going to teach you this stuff, whatever. But half of me just grab that PQS and be like, boom, 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 boom. So Expedite. I think ATS. Uh, was the one that I really, not that I didn't get it signed off from everybody I had to get it signed off by, but yeah. it really wasn't, I, I ain't know what the hell was. But my MTS was, that was a whole nother ball game. But the ATS, yeah, man. I think that's my my biggest one. I know that I didn't like earn it. 
for me, it's been quite a few, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I'm going to just be honest, right? Like, especially duty, like when it comes to like duty watches, like when people need you, and, and we'll talk about that in a second, like yeah. the way like quals work, because quals be like case by case, depending on the scenario. But the one that like I regret the most is Epsi on a ship we were on. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I don't care how long it take me to get a qual. Right, like I'm not worried yeah. about it. I, I'm more right, so wanna, yeah, yeah. I, I'm more so want to like know you really shit. learn it, know yeah. it, so that you know when things come up, I'm good. And I know you're not gonna be perfect because you ain't apply it, but I want to be able to uh, talk through it and understand what I'm talking about. Right? Um, yeah. When you first get to a ship as a chief, it, well, for me, first getting to that ship as a chief, I did not care about uh, no watches and CCS. I didn't really care about that. You know, just who I am as a person. I, I was like, I need to care about my people, the position that my division is in, and like other things. This is my first time being a chief. You know, now when you get to your department, right? And it's not an indictment against anybody in the department. But when you get to your department, and, and I've been like this too, the expectation is that you're just going to come and you're going to start getting all this stuff, right? I had uh, experience on a cruiser, all of this stuff. So the expectation from like, because they got like these uh, watch team replacement plans and, you know, stuff like that. So the expectation between like departmental leadership or divisional leadership, depending on your scenario, is that as soon as you come, you're going to start hitting the ground running with your quals and stuff like that. So the expectation, I get it from the department was like, oh, chief, he'd be Epsi. And it probably was like, he should be Epsi by X amount of time. But my mind wasn't on Epsi, you know, especially when you come to the ship and you you your boards, you know, a lot of your equipment ain't in, ain't in, uh, scared. You, you remember those days, like yeah, our, yeah. our, um, our, um, kill cards wasn't complete, you know what I mean? And that's not like bad or nothing. We coming off of being a pre-com ship. So it's still some pre-com kind of layover stuff, right? So these, these were the things I was focused on, like, yo, these kill cards, like literally like walking around the ship, like walking through spaces. Like doing all that stuff, I was not focused on Epsi. At some point, though, I was told I was qual. At some point, I was told that whatever I did in there, it was a board and I was qual. And what I didn't do was say, like, nah, like, honestly, like, I'm not like ready. And I've never done that when I'm just be honest. Like, I've never done that when somebody was like, nah, you good. I've never been like, nah, I'm not good. All right, cool. I ain't got to worry about that no more. You know what I mean? I should have said that with that because it's a, and, and so I guess I'm sharing this for somebody else listening that might be in that position. Like, if you feel like you're not ready, just say that, you know, because you might, because for me with the <clears throat> Epsi, something happened that I didn't do right or whatever like that. Um, shortly after I was called, something happened that I didn't do right. And it's a real bad look for an EM chief to make a mistake on the electric console. In my opinion, it's a real bad look. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I got an LOI on, for that. Were we on watch together? I don't even know. I don't think. I got an LOI for that. When they yeah. gave me the LOI, they was like, yo, we were supposed to give you an LOI for the other thing. <laughs> we never gave you an LOI. But you get the LOI for this. And then like <laughs> the first words of the LOI said something like, uh, she, and, I, and I helped write the LOI, um, <laughs> which was funny because by that point, I, like after that moment, I was like, oh shit, I need to really like, you know. Um, but uh and helping write the LOI, when I read it, it was like, it's just incompatible with, it was just something like, it's a disgrace to the like electrical world or whatever. Like it was crazy. You know what I mean? But uh, all is, you know, all was well and things went great after that. We qualified a bunch of people. 
Our standards were good. But I was not ready for that call at the time that I got it. Yeah. And I started standing that watch. And if I... Well, for another seller, because I can't go back. But for another seller, if you feel like you pressured to get a call that you probably should have yeah. um, at the time, if you're not ready, just say you're not ready. It's not, yeah. not going to be an indictment. I mean, it could be. But if it is, then that's somebody else issue, you know? Because yeah. it and, could and, be like some, they could fuck you over. Like, oh, yeah, he still ain't get a such and such call. But, yo, it's, it's lives at stake. It's equipment, you know, at stake, shit like that. I mean, what's more important, man? Like somebody looking down at you for like not having a call that you're ready for, or are you actually killing people? Or now you're getting an LOI because you did some shit that <laughs> you shouldn't have done. And you're definitely not going to say that oh, I wasn't ready for this, or they ain't really giving me a board. No, you're just going to take your damn LOI. Yeah. Take your lickings, right? But you know what, man? You make that's, that's, that's spot on, though, man, because it's, it's some positions that's out there, man, that, that, that you're the sole guy for. You're the only one there. If you make the mistake, something happens, you can break equipment, you can hurt people. Um, and it's some quarrels out there you may could get away with, not knowing everything about. But it's some certain ones out there you really need to, to have the integrity to say that, though. You know what I mean? And I'm, and I'm saying that to say, like, like for example, um, in my in my rating, uh, we have to do training and things about damage control. We have to teach the equipment that we use and things like that. From a DC standpoint, if you a DC man, you kind of know that stuff. You probably got it from A school. You'd have heard of it. But it's also race that's out there now that's doing this training and stuff that's not a damage control, right? You got eight hull technicians out there. You got their the MR rates on small ships. They all all fire marshal. You got somebody outside the rating that's getting fire marshal qual. So if you don't know that shit, I mean it's it's okay to be I'm a I'm a, I'm a duty fire marshal and I'm an electrician or I'm a duty fire marshal and I'm a you know a GS. That's that looks good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you may not even have to do it. But what is that one day somebody going to leave and we need you? I mean, we we yeah. we need you now to, to to step in and be the the gas free engineer or be the fire marshal or be this, and then you'd be like, oh shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe I'd have bit off a little bit. <laughs> Maybe I'd have bit off a little bit more than I I thought. But yeah. you have to be smart. Like I'm gonna tell you right now, me being a damage controlman, man. Um, and I was getting e out. I mean, my I was a drilling pack at a DC one. You know what I mean? All that stuff. But I'm here to tell you, man. When I got told. That I was a drill, cause I know how to start engines. I know parameters. <laughs> I know all this shit, right? So I know this pack because I had a GS teaching me this stuff in, in the, a GS chief was teaching me this stuff in the space. Yeah. So I knew it. So when they called me up to be the pack, I'm like, man, I couldn't wait. Cause now I'm just where, you know what I mean? And I just got all of it together, but it's still easy. It's, it's easier than being ERO to me, being a pack. To me, it's easy. Cause I'm just pushing buttons and doing this and doing casualty control. But, um, uh, I remember the, the the top snipe, they was running out of the GSs and he said, hey man, we got LOA coming up and I'm going to need you to be the drilling pack. And boy, you told me the dude was studying his ass off from that because I knew I, <laughs> I, dude, I yeah. knew I knew how to stand the watch and I knew all the parameters. I knew all this stuff. Yeah. But I didn't think I was like drill ready though. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, it's different. Like, yeah, it's different. Like when drilling. You, yeah, different. drilling. Yeah. yeah. So um, let me tell you, man, and it had to be my luck on what happened to me with doing the LOA on board the ship. Guess who was who was watching me on the pack, man? That GS that trained you? Oh shit. Captain. Right. She didn't know, she didn't know my rate. She didn't know anything. 
she comes over my shoulders and she started drilling me on the engine and drilling me on all this stuff. Yeah. And I, I turned around, man, very bravely and said, ma'am, I'm not a GS. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get in I trouble said, for that? And she was like, and dude, she was very cool with it. I'm so, man, she was very cool. She said, oh, what's your rating? I said, I'm a DC. She said, oh, okay. Then she started drilling me on DC. Oh, <laughs> so, man. But I was ready for that, though. It was way more better, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was be on DC, yeah. but it was just you funny, a- though, man. Like, like, you're right, man. When it comes yeah. to, you never know when you're going to be put in a difficult situation when you get that call. Be ready. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Man. Be ready is what I'm with. All the stuff I just said, I'm just telling you, be ready when you get that call because you never freaking know when you get called out or some hit the fan. Like you, in your case, you may have had a casualty or something. You had to, yeah, it was a casualty. Yeah, it was a yeah, casualty. Yeah, you had a casualty, yeah. and, you know. Yeah, and, and, and for what it was, at the point that it was, it wasn't like a, it wasn't a um a procedure for it. It was like you just had to know oh, and understand. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, then we wrote the procedure after. Um, yeah, you just had to, so we didn't have all that shit in place. Yeah, you yeah. had to know and understand what was going on. But you ever, like, speaking of, like, drills, you ever, like, you ever been somebody, like, training team member, and, like, it was during the debrief, and, you know, like, people don't ever want to, like, hear, hear how they messed up. They want to hurry up and tell you, you know, you like, yeah, you know, you were supposed to, like, punch the engine out at such and such. And they like, yeah, yeah, I know, but like I didn't, like I didn't punch it out. I, I was like, I like, yo, you ain't catch. <laughs> you know, your, your, your generator started, you, you be trying to debrief them like, yo, yeah. And they like, yeah, my generator was over speed and I ain't really hit it at 15. I'm like, yeah, dog. Like, like yeah, man, shut the hell up, man. Let me debrief you, man. <laughs> I know, bro. I know you time. got it. Because you know what? I, I think that's what we live at now, man. We live at, we live in a world that we have to get our two cents off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, got, I know I messed you. up, but I yeah. want you to know why I messed up. Like, even yeah, though it don't matter, you. I be trying to tell my kids all the time, man. Like, like, regardless of what you about to tell me, you Jill, you still jacked it up. Yeah, you know, man. At yeah, the end yeah, of the day, my, let me yeah. go ahead and finish what I got to say. But they always want to jump in and, 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 and say, I, "Well, I did this." Okay, did you still mess up though? Yes. So yeah, at the yeah. end result, you still jacked it up. And, yeah, and on a ship, that's be funny as shit. On a ship, like with the EMs, for instance, before I like, if I'm doing like D set or Decade, I think I'm. I gotta say, go back to saying Decade because I'm going to Virginia. But with the EMs, if I'm doing Decade, I'm gonna be like, I, I'll ask them like, "Hey, well, how you think you did?" You know, and they they always they sweaty, they you know all like they got the flash gear on, and they always you know I could have been better, like you know. And meanwhile, I got like the specific things that they, you know, they did wrong. Could have been better. No. How about, boop, 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 boop. And then, you know, as I'm talking, they like, yeah, yeah, you know, but like, nah, like, you know, just sit down, take this debrief, man. Hey, congrats to the reservist EAE9 results came out. Shout out to all of y'all, man. Um, yeah, man, congrats. most definitely, bro. That's a big time. And I, I saw some, some pictures on, on Facebook and stuff, man. Most definitely big time milestones, man, in 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 the in the career of these guys and girls, man, because it ain't easy. And yeah, I know it's, it's not easy of- when you get to a certain level, you know, and and the numbers is not the same. You know what I mean? So I know it's it's, it's hard. So congrats to everybody, man. Big time, yeah. big time, big time. And we want to know more about reservists, so we will. We will eventually have a reservist on this podcast. Might be sooner than later, actually. I hate talking about, you know, when we, I remember we used to do that. Oh, yeah, we got a, 
such and such coming to the pod and like they never came or whatever like that. So we kind of stopped doing that, but we do have a reservist coming soon. So I can't wait to have that conversation. Oh, yeah. I got a question for you out of a story that I saw. So it was about, the question is not really based off the story in particular, but it was about, a, I want to say he was, he was either, I, he was LGB. I, I, I don't know how he identified, you know, so I don't want to say it. Um, but he was LGBTQ. Mm-hmm. But he was a he was a he was LD, LGBTQ, and he was a spiritual, non-religious chaplain. And he mm. was talking to the CNO about. He was talking to the CNO about um, just how he felt oppressed and how his community and through his community and stuff like that, right? So my question got nothing to do with the LGBTQ um, classification or nothing like that. My question, have you ever heard of a spiritual non-religious chaplain? Man, what in the hell is that? Never heard of that. Never yeah. heard of that. And, and, and <clears throat> no disrespect. You about, to, you about to be disrespectful. Yeah, about to be disrespectful. No disrespect, mm-hmm. but I want to say <clears throat> what kind of religious guidance you're going to give me when you come on board my ship if that's what I'm looking for. Because a lot of people look for, for chaplains, not only, you know, a lot of people look for them to, you know, to talk and, you know, do all that stuff. But a lot of people also look for them for religious um, uh, guidance. You know what I mean? On, on wherever, you know, faith you have, you know, even though that chaplain may not have that faith, but I'm, of course, I'm sure they can, you know, point them in the right direction. I mean, or whatever, but this is a non-religious chaplain. So I'm kind of... Yeah. He says I'm, spiritual, though. Spiritual, but just non-religious. So, like, just non-religious. So I, I guess I spiritual I probably mean the fact that he can point me in the right direction. I would say I was spiritual, but non-religious. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I, I don't necessarily... Um, think it's a bad thing. I just never heard of it before. Yeah, I never heard of it either. I mean, I, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I also think that um, it needs to be some education on it. I, I, wouldn't want a, I wouldn't want a chaplain to be Muslim um, during, uh, during Ramadan and then uh, Christian on Easter Sunday. Or whatever, like oh, I would no, have no, a no. problem. See, <laughs> like, like, <clears throat> yo, my, like me and that chapter we would yeah, have yeah. an issue. Like, yeah. <laughs> but you, but you have that though. You that happens when I say happens. You have different chaplains with different backgrounds, right? But you're right. They don't go and do different <laughs> ceremonies. Yeah, like and I stuff. remember, they don't you, do be, that. I remember <laughs> you be non-religious. Do you, you know, do you a Catholic, but, Buddhist, but, Christian, and a Muslim man? Like you got some I, problems. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think it needs some education on that non-religious chaplain, though, man. Because I never heard said, of it before. Yeah, I mean, I need to be educated. They gambling that, the, he said he gambling the wind, man. I'm gonna get up in one of them spots <laughs> with a sauce in it. Look, they gonna give me a janaza, a funeral. When it's all said and done, I'm going to somebody's heaven. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm going to one of them. I'm going to one of them, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like y'all can y'all can mess around if y'all want, man. <laughs> I can see the, uh, the, the the captain getting on get on the one MC say, Yeah, we got the chaplain here. You know, he's a, a non-religious chaplain. And I can just see right now how the faces on the sailors gonna look when you say a non-religious. Everybody gonna be like, it ain't the fact, like you said, it ain't the fact it's a bad thing. This is the fact of it's new to me. 
You yeah, not being in for a yeah. minute. Just just the fact that you say a non-religious chaplain is new. Now, when I say yeah. new to me, that don't mean it's not out there in black and white already. Don't get it twisted. I'm not saying it's not out there and it's you know being talked about. I'm just saying it's new to me. I never yeah, heard yeah. of it. Yeah, I never that. heard of it. But I, I think it I think it won't sound as funny to some of the younger sailors, though. I think I think that's more of the speed of probably what a lot of them would want versus Yeah. I can agree uh, with know, that too. Because chaplains have other like marital counseling and like different, you know, things that they do um, that you don't necessarily need a, a religion. You know, you could yeah. report things to them that you can't report to everybody. So they have roles that, you know, would require that. That's just interesting. I never heard of it. Yeah, you know, let either, us man. know. RPs. What's up, RPs, man? Yeah, I love us, man. Yeah. Educate us, RPs. Ever us. When we ask to be hollered at, like, <laughs> we never get out. Never get out. You're right about that. Like, too. like, yeah, but I know you don't got the names that you, you know, you, you don't do, got those I names. I should even say holler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I reminded you your ass, names. bro. <laughs> <laughs> you don't got those names. Hey, so a, a quick story I read, right, a quick news story I read. It says, Sailor's killer to be removed from Arlington thanks to new law, right? So the source for this is Navy Times. So take it however you take it. But we take from Navy Times. So, yeah, so we says, love Navy Times and military times and everything. <laughs> yeah, Navy Times, military times, <laughs> Army Times, Defense Times. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably all the same damn company. Mm-hmm. So uh, after 30 years in a place of honor at Arlington National Cemetery, the remains of a former Navy lieutenant who kidnapped and murdered a seller who rebuffed his attentions will be disinterred. Hope I said that right. It might be dissenter. And I know that's probably a common word, but I've never uh, uh, used it before. Former Lieutenant Andrew Chalbrero secured above ground burial for himself in the nation's most revered veterans uh, cemetery while awaiting his execution by the Commonwealth of Virginia in 1993 for the murder of Petty Officer Second Class Melissa Harrington. Oh, that's crazy. So he, so he was already going to be executed. Before he, you know, so he, but he had already secured the burial. Mm. Damn. So he was already found guilty. So this was new. It says at the time, well, this was known. It says at the time, the Navy simply did not have legal grounds for excluding him since he completed his service honorably. But in early 2019, a small group of veterans, including her husband, spoke out telling this reporter in a story from the Washington Post about the lasting trauma of Charles crimes and how disturbed they were by his, his repost in Arlington. Now they say Harrington is getting a measure of justice long denied to her. Passed in December 22, and the Fiscal 23 National Defense Authorization Act was a provision introduced by uh, Jackie Spire from California that requires Secretary of the Army to remove Charborough from Arlington by September 30th and transfer his remains to next to Ken. Or if no one responds, they just going to dispose of the remains as deemed appropriate. It I'm says, all about um, it. Yeah, and, and I guess we don't got to uh, read, read it all. But and it's funny because this is it's Sapper, not funny, but this is it's ironic. It's Sapper month and this was, it looks like a Sapper story. It says, it was appalling to me to think that an officer in the Navy could sexually harass, then kidnap, then rape and then murder a sailor and get buried at a national cemetery, which is supposed to honor our war heroes and our dead. So he has no place in this cemetery. Agree. Totally. No place there. I'm glad that got resolved. Um, and it took too long for it to get resolved. 
right? I yeah. mean, I don't know. Man, I understand, man. We we in the military, man. We built on black and white rules and regulations and all that stuff. And it takes a long time. But sometimes, man, things shouldn't take a long time. Yeah, right? Well, sometimes I, we need to use the, the human factor in this. <laughs> yeah. The human me, factor is he should probably never got buried there in the beginning. Right? Yeah. Because um, cause we know this. At least we could have held off until we, you know, if we didn't know all the facts, we should have held off. Because this is yeah. nothing, this is someone that we don't want in Arlington. Right? So we should have held off until we figure out a medium ground on how we're going to do this because this is crazy. I mean, ain't like you said, it's the respect factor and it's a respect factor who is buried at Arlington. You know what I mean? Like like the people who are buried there right now is respected um, veterans and, you know, we can go on and on. But we got a guy, uh, a guy here that then raped, murdered, sexual assault, harassed, every freaking thing you can name, he didn't done it. And he's buried at Arlington. That's crazy. Did you read the story? I read some of it. I read the beginning. I didn't read it all, though. So I'm going to read a little bit of it. Uh, so her name was Harrington. That was her last name, Harrington, I want to uh-huh. say. Um, so le- le- it says Harrington, just 27 at the time of her death, had complained to Navy superiors about Charles intimidating behavior when the two served together in a Virginia Beach unit. The 34-year-old officer was allowed to complete his term of service and leave the Navy. But in 1991, so... When they served together, he was doing some crazy shit, yeah. right? She complained about him. I don't know what happened because there's no story there, but it looks like not a lot happened. It says in 91, after he left the Navy, he kidnapped her from her home, bringing her to his own house where he and an accomplice, uh, and an, and an accomplice raped and tortured her. When she managed to free one of her bound hands and hit Charbro. He went berserk, according to his own testimony, and strangled her to death. Mm. He was cl- quickly arrested after her disappearance, and her body was discovered rolled into a rug inside his home. Sorry. Sorry about that one. We didn't do a trigger warning. I didn't really know all of this was coming. A court testimony will reveal that he had been plotting revenge against Harrington for months in a journal, calling his sick plan Operation Nemesis. When death row chaplain Russ Ford encountered Charbro in prison, he described him as fundamentally evil and beyond redemption, according mm. to a memoir that, that should be coming out in March. Uh, Ford also describes the foul satisfaction Charbro got from securing a burial spot in Arlington. The national honor elated the demonic, the monster would rest among heroes. Uh, yeah, that's it. I don't want to read. I don't want to read anymore. Um, that's a pretty... That's a pretty rough story, man. Yeah. Dark. Dark, bro. Very dark. Yeah, that's, that's crazy, bad, man. It's crazy that we live in a, a, a world like this, you know, where like somebody could get out, you know, still find out where you live, kidnap you, and just do whatever. Like, it's no real, you know, it's no real protection against that. Yeah. You know? And it's just crazy. We talked the other week, and I don't know if the conversation going to come out or not, but we talked the other week about how uh, a lot of the academies, how the numbers are up when it comes to sexual well, assault at the academies. Yeah, man. So, and I was very, like, I'm very, like, 
I'm gonna say like a little bit wound up about this, man, because the story that broke was the numbers was up um on how many people we put in the military that had actually a offender accused offender of sexual assault, sexual harassment, all that stuff, but they still become an officer in the military. Yeah. And I don't see how that's a thing. I don't see how that's a thing. And I, and I wish somebody can help me with that because I don't see how you can move forward. I don't even see how you still can be in the academy. Yeah. That's my biggest thing. How are you still in the academy when on top of all of this, the numbers are already up in the military. Now we're going to send somebody in the military that has a fence. Yeah. <laughs> that makes zero sense to me. Right. Zero fence to me. And then they get right out there and they do something. Then you like, Oh, I thought he, I thought he, what, what you thought? <laughs> what did you yeah. think? Right. It, it takes a different mindset to go out there and, and I'm not saying what these people done because I don't know the story, but if they went out there and assaulted somebody, they went out there and raped somebody, you think now that's a, it's, it's, it's different. Like that's, it takes a different mind already to go out and do something like that. Right. You got to be in a different mindset. Right. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to put these people in the military and be in charge of people and people going to look up to them and all this stuff when they are, <laughs> has a, a, a Offense that big. It's crazy, man. Um, And I tell you, man, like it's no place. And it's me talking, but I'm telling you, it's no place for that stuff in the military, period. No place at all. Yeah. Let's get into, let's kind of calm it down a little bit and get into the hero, hero of the week. It's a little different this week. It's just some heroes, a group of heroes, right? Yeah, man. Navy search and rescue team saves snowmobiler in Washington. So a search and rescue team from Naval uh, Air Station Whidbey Island, Washington, recovered an injured uh, injured snowmobiler near Mount Baker on Sunday. The team received a request to assist a snowmobiler involved in an accident at approximately 3.40 p.m. and launched about 50 minutes later, according to the Navy. The search and rescue crew arrived on scene just before 5 p.m. and had two crew members inserted via the helicopter hoist by approximately 5.05 the search and rescue crew found the patient was unconscious and had a restricted airway. The snowmobiler was then taken to St. Joseph Medical Center in Bellingham for additional treatment. No additional details were available at the time. Um, and this was a search and rescue team that had completed uh, one medevac, one search, and three rescues uh, this calendar year to date. And I find that as a warming story, especially when you attack, when you associate it with the other team, the other two teams. Um, that went out that we also talked about, but the other two teams that went out because uh, they were medevac, they were medevac teams too. Um, mm-hmm. Where we lost, we lost what nine? We lost yep. not, you know, nine service members. Yeah, man. Big, big shots out to that Wimby Island. What's going on, man? You know, I remember yeah. I used to play flag football up there back in my young days, man. Big shots out to Wimby Island. Big shots out to the rescue crew, man. Good job. Oh, they used to kick you. They, they used to cook you. They used to cook you out there on the flag football no, field, bro, man. No, bro, back in them days, bro. Cause I, I was uncookable back in them young days, bro. I was uncookable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Used to be something yeah. like Well, look, I, I don't want to get into the Pentagon docs because, like, I think that's a thing for CNN. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and CNN can talk about the Pentagon docs, but... Some docs did leak 
Um, and, you know, we hear about this from other countries all the time. It's always weird and cl- weirdly, oddly close to home when we hear about it from our own country. And we just, uh, my only thought on this is we really can't afford that type of shit. Like, we can't afford people to be working places, taking money from us. Like, not in this time right now when all this weird stuff is happening with banks, with other countries. We cannot afford us to be leaking our own documents about secret information that nobody should be knowing. Yeah, I agree. Totally, bro. It's crazy. We talking about leaking docs. We talking about China. We talking about Ukraine. We talking about Russia. We talking about all these countries, man. And we leaking docs on how we move, on how we, why we, how we do business. That's, that's, that's too much, man. We need to be, need to be careful. We need to be really, really, really careful um, on what's going on now in the world right now. So I'm with you. But it's in the news. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, man, I want to get into um, man, a, a big topic to me. Um, and as we talk about it in, in leadership all the time, mm-hmm. um, young sailors talk about it all the time. Uh, and it's about prioritizing, man. Prioritizing, right? Um, and I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit about it real quick and then uh, we can get into um, how we be how we do business and what we think about it, um, but it's important to me because it's important to sailors. The Navy, you always gonna have work to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? You ain't gonna go to work one day and then you ain't got nothing to do, right? You always gonna have something to do. So we got to prioritize you know, on what we need to get done for the day or for the week or whatever the case. While this import, why this is important um, is because um, if you don't know what's important in your job description or what you're doing, um, you're, go- you're doing a disjustice to everybody, especially as a leader. And, and I, I'm saying this because you're going to get asked. Right. What was, what was your word? <laughs> I know you're gonna get me on that word. Don't what worry word about it, guys. Don't worry about it. <laughs> hey, look. Before I even look down at you, I look at your face. I already do. You was really, you was really go in on me on that you're word. You're doing a disjustice, guys. You're doing a disjustice. <laughs> Why you gotta keep repeating, bro? <laughs> hey. So uh, <laughs> I'm listening. So with that being, you gotta leave me lost my train of thought here, man. But um, you was you was saying that you're doing a disjustice. <laughs> For for hey, for the young sailors out there, man, like I know you guys always ask the question, like, hey, what's important? Right? What's important? Um, do we have to get this done today? Um, what can we get done um, to get off today? What's what's very important? And then us as leaders, we thinking, okay, we got to get this done, we got to get that done, right? And the reason why I bring this subject up is because of our one is because our chief training, right? We always talking about we we get tasked with a lot of stuff, we get tasked. I'm talking about to get X, Y, and Z done. Yeah, you get me the, fired up, dog. Huh? I said you get me fired up. I yeah. didn't cut you off like this, but like, I, I, I ain't really think I had that for this topic, but you got me forget I'm getting fired up. All right, all right I'm shutting up. I'm shutting up. <laughs> so you you get all these you get all these tasks right, and you know you have to get this shit done. You know you you know it has to be done right. So. What are you going to do, right? So you're going to sit down and you're going to prioritize your job. If you don't know how to prioritize, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem for you, right? And you're going to prioritize because of your specific 
job. I can't prioritize for Domo. <laughs> Domo is an electrician. He has his things going on. He knows what's important to him and what they need to do. But damage control, I know what's important for me. So can't nobody else do this for you when I'm getting at. Can't nobody else do <laughs> this prioritizing for you uh, but you and your chain of command on your side, right? But as a leader, you have to know this stuff. So that's why we do this training. When you make chief, we say, okay, they, we got to prioritize some stuff. You got all, you got 50 tasks, right? You ain't going to go tell your sailors, all 50 of these tasks need to be done. You know what I mean? Before you guys get off today, right? You're not going to do that. So I want to talk a little bit and ask Domo a little bit about how he effectively, I say that right? Prioritize, right? When it comes to his day-to-day job, right? And, and I'm going to I'm tell you one thing I think about, because I get, so when I was on a ship, I got the, we got to the ship early, we were four, five o'clock in the morning. We look at 3M, we look at all this stuff, when we look at what needs to be done. We look at, we got training, somebody outside the ship coming in to do some type of inspection. And we got all these things going on, we're trying to prioritize and we're trying to do. But you have to also find out, got the equipment broke. You got this done. What's important to you? So demo my question to you. It's about prioritizing and about a little bit about, you know, when we give a little bit of training to the young, you know, up and coming chiefs by prioritizing. Um, first off, did y'all hear Damon say he got to the ship before five? Before five o'clock in the morning. And went to the computer and started looking at maintenance and all those things. <laughs> what are you going to do? Listen, you? y'all. Listen, that's the difference, y'all. That's the difference. He, he approaching that thing like Jerome Bettis. Like, <laughs> like Kobe <laughs> Bryant, man. Before five. <laughs> My man is in the shop. Coveralls on. Damn right. <laughs> he didn't already got food from the galley because he cool with the cooks. <laughs> he in that <laughs> bitch before five o'clock. Hey, it it could have been because I ain't had no parking spots, bro. <laughs> <laughs> before five, he didn't log then. <laughs> the inbox is clear already before mm-hmm. five. You LPOs coming in at eight o'clock, <laughs> 745 don't stand a chance. When you were approaching Damon, <laughs> he is ready for whatever you got. <laughs> hey, fuck. Hey, that's facts, though. When it comes to L- my LPOs, I'm telling you, coming on board the ship, barely freaking crossing the quarter. They think he for the come out here and put some out at quarters. He up. didn't look at the JP5 <laughs> stations, saw what y'all didn't put a tamper sill back on, and he's ready. At y'all little LPO meeting before quarters. <laughs> hey, you know, did y'all, did y'all uh, hit all those uh, temper seals? You know, a chief will ask you, a DLCBR, an LCBR ask you that trap question. Oh, yeah. Hey, did y'all, did y'all hit all those uh, temper seals and get anything? you like, yeah, yeah, you know, I believe. You sure? Yeah, yeah, I believe. Well, <laughs> I was at station number, what's up? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> and I saw. But double, you act like you know me now, bro. That's <laughs> what happened. That's just what happened when somebody get there before five. <laughs> bro, you already when know you me, bro. You before five. I just looked at the, 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 did y'all put that tag out back in a binder for five? Yeah. I'm in there. I just stopped by CCS. I talked to the EDO. Do y'all know what the plant got going on this morning? <laughs> Do y'all know? Or did y'all just walk in here? 
thinking that y'all was about to have quarters. This is a soldier's <laughs> war fighting mindset that they made. <laughs> Hey, what was the question? It was about prioritizing, right? Uh, yeah, that was about double. That was um, um, yeah. Uh, I, I have a. Let me bitch first. I got a bitch first. It's very hard to prioritize when other people's priorities combat yours, mm-hmm. right? And if I get it, different things, but our mindsets need to match. And in our mindsets, I keep kissing the mic, and our mindsets matching, that's you understanding that I have a list of priorities, that what you're saying could be injected somewhere in my list of priorities, but it might not go to the top of my list of priorities. And that's with you entrusting me to be the LCPO of this division that I'm the LCPO of, right? Yeah. And that is not for other chiefs because I know you said you want to talk to them. Right now, I'm talking to department heads and up. <laughs> yeah. Department heads and up. And I'm not saying that because department heads, they, they be getting at us. You know, you know what I'm saying? They, 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 they say something. The captains, they say something to us. So what I'm saying is our mindset need to be aligned. Um, whereas if you interject something Cause, cause, cause my big, cause I know we got this whole question about like, what, what, like what's the time you didn't prioritize right? And the time I guess I didn't prioritize right when we was getting ready for inserve, and the captain one day was like, "Hey, uh, troubleshoot these war room lights." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, like if I would have known, you know, and that ain't, and that's definitely, I, I love this guy, right? So that's definitely not a knock on him at all. I'm not, I'm not being sarcastic or nothing. But if I would have known that, that would have skyrocketed to the top of my priority list, we would have put some kind of focus on that, right? So I, I'm kind of taking it. I'm kind of taking it for that one, right? That was a blunder on behalf of me and me. That was a blunder on behalf of me and, and my divo at the time. I even just say me. Fuck it. Just me, right? We would have, I would have put some people on a job because it's not that the lights weren't important. It's that they wasn't at the top of our list of priorities because it was a hard troubleshoot, first of all, for like EMs. It was lights are always a rough troubleshoot when you got to start like snaking and searching for the faults and stuff like that, right? Yeah. All we were supposed to be doing was switching from the regulars to the LEDs, but we start losing different sections of lights or whatever like that. And then one day the CO had enough of it and was like, hey, y'all going to fix these lights before y'all leave the ship. You know mm. what I'm saying? I forgot that things like that happen on ships. I forgot. Yeah, man. I'm about to go back to a shop. I've been on shore duty too long, man. I forgot that a captain could be like, yo, y'all can't leave to this fix. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but um, the way that I, I it, it's, it's very, like how specific you want to get when you want to talk about priorities though. Well, you bring up a, you, your, 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 your point you made that I also want to hit on is the fact of your job description is way different than mine too. Yeah, I have people that come in and dictates what I do and in a way that I have to talk to other divisions and other stuff, but not as much as you. Because yeah, yeah. you're an electrician, you all over the freaking ship. So your thing is a little bit different when it comes to stuff like that. You really, people really can get at you and you really have to talk to people a lot, especially because you could take down power here and all this stuff all over the ship. Mine is a little bit different. Um, 
but like fire main and things like that. If I take down, I have to talk to other people. Um, yeah. The Pacific, I want to get into, man, is more like you said all the time. Like, I just want to talk a little bit about um, the way you prioritize and it can, you know, the way you do it. I want you to talk a little bit about it because I know it can help people. And also, have you been in a situation where it didn't work out when you yeah, were that, trying to prioritize, which that. you just gave me? <laughs> by the lights. That situation. By the but lights. um, like rack lights. Uh, for for all the sellers out there with bad rack lights and rack receptacles, right? Y'all might already know this, but I'm going to go ahead and confirm it. It's not at the highest of the priority list, right? Now, what I will say about rack lights, the way I operate it, we cared a whole lot about rack lights because we care about sellers, right? And we care about that comfortability when they're in that rack. However, on a DDG, the tag out rack lights is not always the easiest thing to tag out. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it might be attached to like a... Yeah, something else. It might be attached to a fuse panel that has like combat systems equipment and stuff like that. So it's hard to tag out rack lights sometime. So that's a, a bigger job. So that, that, that's what might push that down. And it's only a big job because of what else you kill. It's very easy to change a rack light. But what, what else you kill kind of changes that. And it's multiple sources of power that, that goes to these things. So rack lights, and that might sound real confusing, um, but rack lights, they not all, they're not like at the highest on the list, but they're always on the list yeah. uh, of things. That's, I used to like, it'd be like every week, like, yo, let's hit, let's hit. You know, sometimes you get up to like seven or eight rack lights out at the same time on DDG. So every week it's like, hey, let's hit the rack lights. Yeah, your duty, like, yo, duty EM or whoever, like, I need somebody to hit the rack lights. Um, at least every week so that, the, like, we still have the love of the sellers. Because, you, you know, you, you kind of want that when you've got a service, a service division. But yeah. um, PMS is always at the top of the priority list, right? Planning yeah. for, like, PMS and maintenance and stuff like that is always at, the top of the priority list. Um, you know, it's kind of, uh, you know, when, when, cause I think that's, I don't know if that's how specific you want me to be or not, but what, what my job is also hard because other people priorities, right? So yeah. like, and, and it might not be like for, for like us as an EM, I think the highest thing on my priority list outside of like issues with like low centers and, and stuff like that would be like, if, some equipment that had to do with combat systems went down. So if some ventilation that had to do with combat system systems went down, that's higher on my priority list than mostly not in anything from supply. Yeah. Right? Like anything, the pulper, the dragon, anything from supply is lower than ventilation for some combat systems equipment. That's just how it works. You know, however, if they both go down at the same time, Suppo is in the CEO's stateroom saying that, <laughs> hey, we already talked to the electricians and they should whatever, whatever. That's happening for sure. I was just yeah. talking to some CSs about it and they was like, you know, Suppo go say what Suppo say. I know, trust me. You know, we could have just found out this thing broke 10 minutes ago. Suppo telling the CEO that the EMs know about it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So... But we, yes, we know, but right now we troubleshooting this ventilation, you know? And yeah. then sometimes it's hard to, like, it's just so many competing interests in the Navy. It's hard to divide and conquer this stuff because 
it's when it's like five of us. Like I'm going to a carrier, right? They got three first classes. Like three first classes. I'm I'm like amazed by that. Like I had two first classes on a DDG. It's three first classes on this yeah. carrier. You have to right? go look at those numbers. Time you get there, you have to dial up fleet temps on the numbers of carriers. The numbers have. janky, they bro. Have they janky. They janky numbers. Yeah, that's crazy. But it's like it's sometimes it's hard to divide and conquer because it's so many competing interests. Like, yo, we got we also have PMS every day, right? Yeah. So like my rate is a little different, and I ain't trying to act like it's the hardest rate or whatever. But you got PMS every day. You're gonna be a part of something, some drill. I remember, man, like begging to get like a maintenance day, like just to like, cause the drills and stuff, they just break the tone of like getting work done. You gotta stop. You got, you know, and we have to drill, right? It's important, right? We talked to uh Mass Chief Ponciano about that. Like, we have to drill. However, mm-hmm. like, man, can we get a day that we don't drill, a day that we don't have meetings and stuff like this? Because we do have, we got trouble calls. We got maintenance, you know. I ain't even. We ain't even ever going. We'll, we'll never talk about training. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We never going to talk about training. So for me, it's it's not the easiest to prioritize for any EM. And it's crazy because you want to like you know you. T- and I feel like I'm just talking to my division right now. But uh, you talk to your division all the time, and you know you y'all want to have something solid. But like. Every week, about three things could come that could completely shift your priority list as an yeah. EM that I've seen. Yeah. Like, it's not like, like you, the number one thing on your priority list is the scullery, you know, dishwasher, and then like the ventilation and zone, whatever go down. And, 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 and like your first class is like, well, chief or well, senior chief, I thought we was worried about the dragon. Like, no, <laughs> we're not <Yeah>. anymore. <laughs> like, like, we need to fix this ventilation. <laughs> Or whatever, you know, and then like you might get a junior seller that don't really understand like what that means. And they may be like, well, why are things changing? It's like things changing because like a a more major piece of equipment went down, you know. Yeah. And meanwhile, we still got to get maintenance done. Yeah. So, so yeah. The, the, am I answering your question? No, you did. And you actually made my point that I was trying to make, bro. So my point was this, man, about prioritizing. Uh, and I asked who can do it better and, and, and all that stuff. First off, it ain't about who can do it better. It's about doing it, right? Prioritizing things. So it, yeah. it really wasn't about who can do it better, right? And the other thing about situationals and, and man hours and all this. And Dumbo made my point for me that I was really trying to make was priorities change all the time. And all the stories Dumbo just said at the end of the, the <laughs> at the end was what I'm getting at. Up the chain of command, you got to know that priorities change. Down yeah. the chain of command for the young sailors, you got to know priorities change all the time. And, yeah. and my, my, my situation is I had a, a, a six-inch valve that I had to change out. And I told the chain of command, this valve probably going to take me about an hour, two hours, you know what I mean, depending on the tag out and how, how you know, the, the leakage and all this stuff works. Man, that valve had us in about eight hours, bro. Couldn't get it yeah. back in line. It couldn't be there. So all the other priorities just changed mm, yeah. what we had going on. So things yeah. like that happen. So my my whole biggest thing for that is <laughs> chain of command, up and down, priorities change all the time. And we have to be able to communicate that too, though. As the, the person in charge, you got to be able to communicate that, of course. But yeah, man, priorities change, man. Yeah. And, and I think chiefs, I'm talking from my own, my own mind, right? But I think chiefs want to be as autonomous as they can be. Right, which means that they want to be able to be trusted to 
I want to be able to be trusted to tell my people when they could leave and, you know, mm-hmm. come, come and go. Actually, like, I want to be able to, like, to have that trust. Like, I want to, like, hey, can I be empowered to give, put my people on liberty and whatever, whatever. And I ain't talking about, like, special liberty. I'm talking about just, hey, tell them when they could go home, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Right. So I think we want to be entrusted to be able to do that stuff, which also makes me feel like we want to be able to be entrusted that you know that if we're at work, we got some shit going on. Right. It's some work going on. We got our people actively employed. We have a list of priorities and we're working it. Right. Yeah. Then we do meetings and we got eight o'clock and we do other things where we talk about all of these things. But yes, as a department head or something like that, it might be a day that you're not completely in the loop of what we're specifically doing that one day or in that hour or whatever like that. I don't think that's a bad thing. Like, you know, you don't have to know exactly what we had going on Wednesday, November the 17th or whatever, right? As long as you get a big picture, you know my big picture items, you understand what's going on like that. The reason why I say that, because it's, to me, what always bothered me, right? And I'm not talking to any... Uh, body in particular, because I love my chains. Um, and I'm not talking about just department heads either. But what always gets me is like, not a lot of people ask you, right? And this, my whole career, not a lot of people ask you what you got going on. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people just come to you with a new damn priority. <laughs> There's not a lot of people that say, hey, chief, senior, EM1, whatever, whoever, what y'all got going on? What you got going on? You know, and you'll nah. be like, where you want me to start? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but now nah, it's like people just, hey. Yeah, they don't. We yeah. need you to, what's the name? This one now, can you check this out? Like, nah, like, yo, what you got going on? You know, even, even if what I have going on, it's probably not going to have any difference in what you need to tell me, but it's going to have a difference in your outlook of how I'm going to actually respond to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, sometimes I might say, hey, hey, shoot me an email. You know, I'm on show duty right now, so this ain't ship stuff. It ain't about work. I probably would never tell somebody to shoot me an email about like something that's electrical. You know what I mean? Like I might be like, hey, show me, show me what you talk about real quick. But yeah, like, you know, and another scenario is like, hey, shoot me an email so I don't forget, so I can add it to, you know, my list. But I, I like on the ship, I I got very comfortable with getting very transparent with people, like, yo, we might not be able to get to this this week, but it's gonna go somewhere on our trouble call list, you know, next week or something. You know, and then I had to have a conversation like, yo, remember I told you, like, we wasn't, like, we wasn't going to be able to look at this this week, man. Mm-hmm. Now you got Suppo running around. <laughs> Did you talk to you know? him? Did you tell yeah, him that? <laughs> yeah, like, it, we, we can't, you know? Yeah. But yeah, so that, you know, that's just how I look at prioritizing. Yeah, man, it's crazy. You said, um, um, I'm not going to remember nothing I did Wednesday, November the 17th. You know, I just want yeah. to say, man, that's my birthday. That's crazy how you said that, man. Yeah, <laughs> November seventeenth. Yeah, I knew. Right? That's why I used it, man. I Is used that it what? Cause you... I, yeah, because I knew. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Birthday, dog. Um, can can man, you do one using my birthday? Can you? do Yeah, one? man. I, I I'm looking to that, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can't do it I'm right looking. now. Just like, like you can't say the names. <laughs> <laughs> Just like you can't say the names, man. We're gonna leave that alone. Hey, man. Man, hey, that alone I, right I, I got a question for you, though. Real yeah, quick question: Have you ever thought about getting out of the navy? When I was younger. When I when I, mean, I first when I, I mean young I mean when I first got in and dude this happened like for it was like real um quick though right yeah because uh, it was a real quick thing happened to me like and it was in my first um 
my first marriage, man, I feel like I like I wasn't connected with the marriage. Yeah. You know what I mean? In, in the beginning, beginning. And uh, a lot of things was going on. I kind of was at the beginning was blaming like myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. A little bit. Really, what it, it really didn't have nothing to do with me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Trying to save the Maybe you was like trying to save the marriage. Maybe if I was at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was one of those things. But it had nothing to do with the Navy. It had nothing to do that I yeah. disliked of the Navy. It was just the whole thing that was going on. And, but it was real quick, bro. Like when I started, <laughs> when all that info started coming out, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, bye. <laughs> nah, <laughs> See you later. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that was very, very quick. Um, but other than that, man, I never, like I got the end of my contract. I mean, I knew I was re-enlisting uh, way before my first contract was up. But it was a point though, when I, when I, like a year, a year, going a year and a half that I was thinking about getting out. Yeah. Yeah. I got a quick, another quick, Quick hit, man. We about to get up out of here for everybody. We ain't go past two hours in a while. They're like, damn, Damon and Damo back. Like, we go past two hours for <laughs> sure. It's just them two together. We go. No, so I have a theory, right? And I'm going to read what I wrote down. I have a mm-hmm. theory that every conversation is not for everyone to have, right? So, and I want to know what your thoughts are about this. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to get a little bit more into my theory and because it, it's personal to me. I can't. It's personal conversations that I can't have. Like, so certain conversations that got to do with like emotion and things of that nature um, and less to do with like being able to put like a comedic spin on it. Um, And it's, you know, it's probably people out there that don't find me funny at all, right? But I look at the world in my life, for instance, through like a comedic point of view, almost everything, like, I could find something funny in almost everything. A lot of times I just don't say this stuff because it ain't, it's harsh type stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? So certain conversations aren't for me. Um, and I know that. Like I know it's certain conversations that I, I'm, I don't have the ability to have with certain people. But I, I feel like that I know people that can have those conversations. Now, I don't know if that makes me like a outsider or an outlier or like someone different, you know, than the group or if somebody can help me because this might be people like, well, you might like, what if you have to have like this job and you got to talk to like this person, you got to do like this person. I still feel like it's, it's, I still feel like it's resources for everything, but Mm -hmm. I just don't think like a lot of women have an issue with male chiefs asking women chiefs to correct women on um, like their uniform and stuff like that, right? That's a whole topic in itself that we yeah. won't have without a woman around. So we won't have that with teach. Um, I don't have an issue with that, but I would have an issue with having like a conversation that I didn't feel like I could just be completely like yourself. Myself. Yeah. You know? Where I couldn't just be like, yo, now that shit was dumb and you're an asshole. <laughs> you know, and I'm talking about with a peer. If I if it was like somebody that it had to have, I mean, it's times like it's times, Damon. That like I might refer to you to have a conversation, mm-hmm. and I know it's times that I might have it. It's time like if it's more technical. If I could be like technical and boom, 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 it's times that like I could do it. But when I look at like arm on a shoulder type conversations, for instance, that's like yo, that's that's Damon. Damon could do the arm on the shoulder joint. I could do the the I could be technical joint. But you mm-hmm. might walk away from this joint and like you might be like, damn, this dude is like a real asshole. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. I, I like, so you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like- I, 
I take it, you know, just to add to what you're saying is it ain't the fact that you can't have the conversation. It's the fact that, you know, other people can have this conversation and probably do a better job than I can do. You yeah. know what I mean? Or something like that. That's kind of how I'm looking at it, man. And, and I see that and it happens all the time. Like I'm very like, I'm not the guy that's like, so I can talk about emotional stuff and, and, and things like that. I can talk to them blue in the face, but I think my face expressions and stuff like that sometimes don't come off as I am, you know, being sincere when I'm having this conversation, but I'm always going to say the right things. You know what I mean? I'm always going to yeah. point you in the right direction that you need to go. But sometimes I feel like somebody else can do a better job at explaining X, Y, and Z than I can. Yeah. Right. And I don't look at that as a bad thing. You know what I mean? Like, like you said something about the, the, um, the females correcting females and whatever. And, and, and females, Chiefs have issues with the male not correcting Young the female. Not just chiefs. Yeah, yeah. Well, who, yeah, whoever. Well, yeah, yeah. Whoever. Like, we're not just chiefs. Just in general, right? Yeah. Um, and again, it goes back to I have no problem with correcting anybody. Yeah. Right. That's not the issue. But sometimes, and depending on the situation, um, I think they can do a better job at it than me. You know. Yeah. Um, but but that's it though, man. Like like. Like, I don't look at it as, as you can't do it. I look at, man, this is smart. You being smart because you know somebody can, that, that, somebody can do a better job than you at something. And to me, that's humbling. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? I'm not trying, I'm not telling nobody that I'm the best at everything. I'm telling you that I'm not the best, but I know somebody that can do it better than me. Yeah. So I'm trying to get you the right people, the right help that I think that can help you a little bit better than I can. Yeah. Now, Even, if you don't want that and you want to, you know, let me do me, I can do me. Yeah. You know and what I mean? But I just think you'll have a, it'll, it'll be better, um, more, it'd be better for you if they did it or whoever. Yeah. And even what like our own sellers, I know we had that little funny conversation about like, if you're a seller coming to you with somebody else, but even with like our own sellers, I know it's been times you come to me like, yo, EM1 talk to me. And I'll be like, yo, I'm glad. Yeah, you know, I'm exactly. glad he told your exact words. Yeah, I'm glad he <laughs> did. You know, because he yeah. he getting he able to get it off with somebody, or she's able to get it off with somebody. Something that they might not be able to, you know, because depending on your relationship, is different. You know, conversation that people want to have with you, and and that doesn't have anything to do with respect. You know, yeah. that just got more. To, in my opinion, that got more to do with relationship. So it's like yeah. certain conversations that like you won't want to have with your parents that you could have with somebody else's parents. You know what I mean? It don't mean that you love your parent less or, you know, don't respect them, but it's certain things you just don't want your parent to really have the transparency, you know, about, you know? Um, so, but, but those were, you know, I just wanted to know what you thought about that. Oh yeah, most I definitely, was, man. Hey, yeah, before we get into your, um, you think in the book of the week, I want to say this, man, something happened to me on the ship, man. I wanted to bring it up how crazy this is and for junior officers, cause I'm sitting back and I'm looking at this stuff and I'm, 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 just looking right, and they got. A, I was on a ship, and they had an XO, and he's reading a book about war and and World War Two and things like that on pretty much how ships and stuff it wasn't you know ready or prepared and all type of stuff like that. He's reading about this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so he comes in the log room. And he's talking to the repo, <laughs> and he tells the repo like, "Hey, repo, I want twenty five additional." FFEs or FPGs in the repair lock. 
I want more shoring in the repair locker. How can I get more SCBAs in the locker? Because I'm reading these books about this and, and we're not ready. Right? Yeah. And bro, this poor little Anson just came in the Navy yesterday, man. He writing all this stuff down, <laughs> blah, 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 man. <laughs> and yeah. I'm sitting back and saying, dude, ain't no way you going to be able to put all this and extra stuff in these loggers on the ship <laughs> and all this stuff going through my mind. So time next, so walk out. <laughs> How you going to do? I don't know. I'm just going to talk to the DC about it. But it's just, I want to talk about the look on the ensign face because you can't say nothing. You just got in the name. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. You know what I mean? You just taking it on board yeah. and you looking at it and all this stuff. But in my mind, I'm thinking it, ain't no goddamn. But the XO was pumped though, bro. He was yeah. he was charged up, which I like that. Don't get it twisted. I like, you know, XOs that's ready to rock and roll, ready to get shit done. Yeah. But ain't no way in the hell you add all that shit to a DDG. Yeah, I told you. I told you. I look at XOs and COs like uh, like tech company, like C- CEOs. Like <laughs> I want to put ten thousand songs in this little machine. <laughs> okay, sir, got you. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I want a way to like get people from place to place uh, by other people taking their own cars and this, you know, the Uber, the Uber situation without taxis or meters and we don't have to no. own any cars. We don't like, it's like, okay, sir, we'll, we'll, we'll do some coding and figure all this shit out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's how I look at them, man. Like they just. Get- Most definitely, man. But I will say this, man, to all the, the, the chiefs that's going to hear that from that young ensign that's going, all the stuff the XO just put out, how long is going to take you to sit down with the XO and say, hey, sir, we can't do that. Yeah, <laughs> how long is it gonna take? How long is it gonna take when you are the DCA to go up there and say this stuff can't happen? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not an easy conversation because the XO said, you yeah. Know I mean? And sometimes they be well read, bro. Like yeah. I was on a I was on a cruiser for five years, and our XO came like a year and a half before I left. A year, or a year and a half before I left, and this cruiser been around for a very long time. And he mm-hmm. was like, "Hey, y'all don't have enough waterline security light stanchions." We like, yo, this dude. We is like, yo, this dude. Shout out to shout out to Captain Vance too. Um, at the time he was Captain Vance or whatever. Philip Vance, I say his whole name. But we was like, yo, this dude's crazy. Like it's no way. He was coming through. You know how the XOs come through. He was coming through with the XO. The whole mm-hmm. XO package. The whole, <laughs> he had the whole XO. He had the gold package. He had the whole <laughs> XO package. Ain't nobody on the ship like his ass. Like, uh, like, the whole like he was, Yeah, he was the XO, you know, like. <laughs> so, yeah, so, buddy. So, uh, so he came through. He like, yeah, y'all need more. You know, and it was finally our turn. You know, everybody had their turn with him. It was finally because you know we thinking we great. You know, we the EMs. He got this, that, this, that. What is he gonna pull out his ass on us? You know, yeah. we, we thought we was good. <laughs> we didn't pass the spot check with him. He came through. He said, y'all don't have enough one line. You know, well, somebody else, you know, came down. Is ain't hey, the XO saying we ain't got enough one line security stats. Man, we start going off about this like crazy. Tell me why, like some nav C drawings, a print came out. The <laughs> XO was right. <laughs> the XO was right, bro. They oh started. My goodness, we bro. had we had people well stanchions onto mm. the side of the ship. <laughs> you know, I was like, yo, these XO. Oh, yeah. some, so sometimes, so you're right. Sometimes it could be a hard fight. Yeah. These dudes be well read. Like yeah, maybe somebody didn't see the update to that ship's drawing mm-hmm. that said that they needed to be. You gotta, you really gotta have your research like really down. Yeah, like, what is called a ship op. 
or whatever. Like shit, shit. Yeah, ball. man. You most you, definitely you, gotta be ready, man. You gotta be ready to get in the ring with the XO, man. These yeah, XOs ain't no joke, man. Most Shout out def- to all the XOs out there too that listen to the show, man. We appreciate you. Most definitely, man. Book of the week, book of the week. Yeah, we yeah. could do movie of the week, but my movie review is hanging on to Creed 3, and Damon did not see it yet, which I mean is okay with me because the movie wasn't that great. Started uh-huh. out good. Didn't end too well for me. And hopefully Damon could watch it so we could argue about it. Cause I already know he gonna like it because he his taste is toward movies of this caliber. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> now that no was doubt. that was no an doubt. insult, man. That, that wasn't supposed to be agreed upon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we agree with that. It is my yeah. I like those movies, man. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait till you watch it. It's uh, like some key things that I want to argue about. But I'm gonna read a, um, my book of the week, right? So if you don't know this, I started a book club this year. And this book that I'm about to talk about is the first book of our book club. I'm not going to talk too long about it because we, we got like a book club discussion coming soon about this book, right? So this is the first month of the book, but I, I finished this book, man, probably by like day four or five of the month. Have you? And Damon is in the book club. Damon, did you finish the book already? No, I'm in chapter nine though. So I'm, oh, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm almost done. Yo, so so this book is called I Don't Want to Talk About It, Overcoming the Secret Legacy of Male Depression by Terrence Real. I'll start off by saying this. Buy the book. If you listen to this and you do audio books, get the audio book. If you don't do audio books, get the hard copy, get whatever it's called, paperback. If if you're a male, buy this damn book. If you're a woman, and you want to understand a lot of things that got to do with a male psyche and the way men up, get this book. Everybody should read this book. This yeah. book is really good, man. Yeah. Really good. You know, no it, doubt, it, man. No, yeah. no, I mean, I'm in, I'm in chapter nine right now, man. And these stories, bro, is like, I don't know how much about it you want to talk about. I, I ain't, ain't going to go crazy. I ain't going to go crazy. Yeah, but I'm here to tell you, man, some of these stories got me thinking about shit that I didn't been through in my life. That's, man, I'm like, man, like, is this why I'm like that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, really no shit in a zone. Like, sometimes I have to go back on this. And I'm going to say this real quick because I know this is your, this your thing right here. But I want to tell you this, man. I had to go back and read certain sections already because once I heard something, I zoned out for like three, four minutes in that in that section. Like he said something about, you know, when you was a kid and then all of a sudden I went back when I was a kid yeah. for like three or four minutes in this book. And I'm like, oh shit, I just skipped. Like I just forgot what he even said for three, four minutes because he got me going back in my own mind, in my own head about things, man. I'm like, yeah. it's, it's that deep though. No shit. Yeah. So, you know, when he, he was talking about like the dude that was like, the sex addict or like just always, you know, and then come to find out he was being sexually, you know, molested or whatever mm-hmm. by his older brother or whatever. And and the crazy thing that hit me, right? So that, so what I want to say on this is like what, what really hit me is just his outlook on everything. Because he was like, now I'm not dealing with this dude and his problem. I'm trying to figure out also what happened to the brother, you know, mm-hmm. that made the brother like this. Yeah. And that's the only thing I'm going to talk about in this book is what I really liked about it was I, I want he's a therapist, some some kind of um he's in the mental health field. I don't really know his his uh yeah. credentials. Sorry, y'all could have done the research. But 
what I really liked about the book is that he explains uh, like how he does his sessions and why he does. So he might pull like a client, a patient, and he might talk about why he chose to do like this particular technique when it comes to the therapy versus doing something else and the benefits. You know, why I make people like reenact things uh, versus just describing them. Mm-hmm. And it's a very effective book. Like if you're in the mental health field as well, yeah. it's called I Don't Want to Talk About It because I'm not putting no pictures enough and up. I'm, I'm, I'm editing out. Like y'all just going to get this one. It's called I Don't Want to Talk About It by Terrence Real. Um, overcoming the secret legacy of male depression. The part where he was saying that, like, I don't even know if you got there yet, but it's a part where he's talking about, like, some of these things are passed down, like, generationally, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And he's telling people, like, yo, if you're not going to get better for yourself, get better for your kids. Yeah. That, that, that thing. And that was that, hit him. That's what's hitting him right there. That's yeah. the point. That point right there, bro. Yeah, that'd be, yeah, that, 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 yeah, that'd be the piece that get him. And I don't want to get too deep into it, like I said, because we got the book club and, and we're going to have a really good book club discussion. I got notes and everything. I took notes and everything from this book. Uh, so we're going to have a really good book club discussion. It might be on the Fan Room Podcast. It might be available via the Fan Room Podcast. I'm not sure yet how we're going to do that. We might go live on YouTube. I'm not sure. But yeah. I'm not here to promote my book club. However, if you're interested, holler at me. <laughs> but I ain't here to promote it. But um, before we go, man, it's so much. Um, that I do want to say, we, we've grown a lot in the um, last few episodes. If you're still here right now, we probably should have said this in the beginning. But it's not a podcast that's always going to be guest-based, right? Sometimes it's just going to be us. We're just going to get on here. We're going to talk about our experience. We go through stuff. We read through Nav Admins. We do different stuff like that. I know we've had a lot of guests. Um, I know like you've seen clips that's like motivating and Things like that. It's not always going to be that. Sometimes it's just going to be us. You know, we're going to just talk. It's natural flow, conversation type stuff. But we, so if you're a new listener and you were like shocked, there's no guest or nothing like that. Yeah, we don't always have guests. We generally don't. But uh, if you're a new listener, new subscriber, new follower, new supporter, however it is that you do it, appreciate you. We thank you. We appreciate you. I'm not going to talk about merch right now because... I want to get somewhere where we have merch that like when I get it, I like it. You know, a lot of our merch, when I get it, it's things about like small things that I don't like. So that got to do with factories and, and stuff like that. So we do still have merch. You could go to PTSF merch and find some merch. But some of the merch, I try to take away merch that didn't feel right or look right yeah. or the quality wasn't, you, you know, the greatest with our merch. Um, this Damo T-shirt, like I said earlier, she and Big Bear. But like, I love all of the new support that we have, all the new listeners, all the new YouTube subscribers, everybody everywhere. If they ban us, if they ban TikTok, come to Instagram because we really love y'all. Like y'all are, y'all communicate, you know, it's starting to feel more and more like a community, you know, so we love and appreciate y'all. Uh, last thing I'm going to shout out before I know Damon give his shout outs. All the military podcasts and all the military people that's out there creating content and spreading this information throughout, especially the people that's doing it like out of a pure heart. If you're just doing shit for followers, I I, I really don't care. You know, you could take that person if you're just doing shit for followers. But if you're doing this thing out of purity and you're really trying to help people and educate people and and do stuff like that, 
hey, shout out, man. Keep going. I'm watching y'all's people, they content. The space is getting bigger. There's more people here. The content's getting bigger. People asking guests like guests like more direct questions. Uh, guests are coming on being more transparent, like people not trying to put their anchors on the table or whatever. Like I love that type of stuff. So we appreciate all that. Yeah, man. Most definitely, man. Shouts out to everybody, man. Shouts out to the people who, who looking at us, man. And, and, and man, all the people who posting something on their page about, hey, check out, you know, permission to speak freely. How many people say we are trailblazers, man? All this type of stuff, man. I love all this stuff, but we're here for the right reason. I just want you guys to always know that, man. We're not here to make money off this thing or anything like that, man. We are here to put out content, man. The content that matters, right? It matters to us. Um, and we love this and we love this shit, man. We love reading these nav admin and breaking them down and talking about how either it's trash or not trash or whatever the case may be, man. It's permission to speak freely, man. So we, that's, that's what we, we built off of that stuff, man. And trying to, trying to make people better also. And not just in a, in a, in the Navy environment, that's what we, we mostly talk about, but any and everybody, man, like, like we love this. We love the interactions and all that stuff, man. So, hey, man. Keep supporting, man. Um, and like Damo said before, man, we we do we do love the guests and what they come on and what they bring to the table, man. But we also love being on here, man, and and, and talking some real stuff, man, between each other, also. Um, and we can't we 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 wait. The future is bright, you know. You guys keep talking, keep getting, and then and something that I also, man, if you guys got something you guys want us to talk about, man, let's let's do it. Let's talk. Let's go. You know. Um, because I know it's things out there that maybe I may be thinking of from a leadership standpoint, and you may be thinking about it from a different point of view. And, but let's talk about it. That's why we got this page. That's why we got this permission to speak freely, because we want to talk from all levels, not just our level, all levels of the game, man. So um, like I said, man, hey, thank everybody, man. We love you guys, man. And keep supporting. And you know, Mississippi, what's up, man? How at your boy? Attention, because you are now listening to Permission to Speak Freely. Freely, 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 freely. freely.